to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total Protonic Reversal. Protonic Reversal. Protonic Reversal. With your host, Conan Neutron. Broadcasting from a secret underground lair in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. A gigantic middle finger to everything that is rotten about music, rock and roll, and corporate power. The thing is, though... If you don't laugh, you're going to go on a killing spree with sharp and nails. Confidence of a hero or a fool, I wasn't exactly certain which. Could not be more professional. That's like a science thing, right? That's right, that's right, that's right. It is a science thing. It is a science place. It is a scientific fact that we're all up in your face. It is time once again for the one, the only, Protonic Reversal. Welcome to it, welcome to it, welcome to it. Very pleased once again to be joining you. And of course, joining us... Joining us on the show tonight, returning guest, returning former champion, uh, the mighty Lindsay Charles of the Cell Phones. Hi, hi. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. Recording in progress. So I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to see you. I know just, it's been I'm a minute, happy man. In general, it's we a, miss you guys so much. <laughs> it's been it's been a minute, and uh, you had it a has. whole you had a whole record come out and not do the. Do the protonic thing, as they say. Sure uh, did in so, October, like I think around Halloween. So th- this is the deferred, the v- deferred protonic for battery lower, but also just because, just because you are loved and you are a great Aww. guest, and we love to have you. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be here. We literally, like Kona, it's just really cool to see your face. <laughs> After all this time, it's it's uh, it's great to see yours as well, and I, I feel like. Um, I feel like you're in an interesting time as as a band and as a human because there's been uh, major changes in, in in life as well. You you're, you're got a lot of plates spinning, and I think you can embody a lot of that by the excellent cover art for your most recent record, which is one of my favorite things, by the way. Oh, uh, thank you. Yeah, Ryan, in the middle of a pandemic, painted that. Literally had me and Olive uh sit for it took a bunch of pictures and then painted it very carefully it painstakingly for months uh in the apartment as i worked from home and as olive was a baby in in the house um (laughs) so it was really cool to watch the whole thing happen yeah it's uh and for those that don't have the the visual uh, of it it's it's an incredible painting because it, it's clearly business time, but it's also business time, and that's that's one of the things that one's one of the things I like the most about it. Uh, and of course, being that the band name is the completely unsearchable the cell phones. Uh. Totally. Hey, if you do, if you search the cell phones band Chicago, you'll find us. Even if you do the cell phones band, you'll find us. I promise. We're, we're at least enough that we're in the top five right. results. <laughs> at least the top five results for sure. If not, if not more. <laughs> Uh, and and of course, you know, just despite being a relatively unsearchable band, you have a uh, a mighty body of work and a good amount of awesome 
stuff to show for it. So this is, uh, and I don't have any of my stuff in front of me, so it, it might be wrong, but this is the uh, third full length? Is that correct? Third full length. Yeah. You are correct. When did cell phones actually start? It's been about 10 years? Is that? Is that? It's been like 12. Okay. Uh, we... Uh, in November of twenty, in November of two thousand seven, Justin sent me a proposition, and Ooh. I think January of two thousand eight is when we had our first band practice. So I'd like to say that's when we started. So two thousand eight, ish. And how much of the band was this an organic sort of uh, an organic thing, and how much of it was something that? There were there was preconceived notions. I mean, basically all Justin told me was that I should sing for his band that he and his friend from middle school Ryan was putting together. Um, he he basically was like, "Here's our MySpace. Listen to our music." And they were a band, just the two of them, called Good Bad. Okay. Where it was no no vocalist, um, just them. So it's basically that's where that's where the cell phone started was just the two of them jamming out, uh, and then they realized that maybe it would be more accessible, more listening toable <laughs> if they had a vocalist. And Justin's girlfriend at the time, Alex, knew that I could sing and knew that it it might be up my alley, so she suggested it, and uh, and he asked. So yeah, that was that was basically how it started. So I met Ryan literally first day of band practice. Oh, was wow. just like, what are we what are we doing? What are we getting into? And and uh I think the first song I ever wrote was French Door. Um and uh and that was that was that basically. Had you played in bands before? No. I mean, I wanted to. I did a lot yeah. of musical theater. Um so much musical theater. Um <laughs> And I wanted to do bands, but just there wasn't anyone around me that was doing music. Um, there was, like, people who knew how to play guitar that would let me, like, sing Radiohead songs with them, which I was like, <laughs> I love you, I love you. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's kind of like I just – I could sing along to things, and that was cool. Um, but, yeah, the, the cell phones was the first time that I ever was like, oh, you want me to write? You want me to write right. it? Oh. Oh, okay, okay, I can do that. So yeah, so I didn't think it was going to turn out to be this freaking 12-plus year endeavor. Um, but man, <laughs> it's it been is. very long-lived, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I didn't think it was going to be this thing that literally like I uh, I had to build my whole world around, but I but I did. Um, so yeah, it's kind of crazy. So in those early days when you, when you first tore in, did we did you have the sort of like oh it's so we're just we're just gonna be doing this all right super minimal like did you <laughs> have an idea of that like okay that's an that's an opportunity to use more space and to kind of utilize that or is that something where it didn't didn't quite gel until it gelled no i mean justin and ryan have been like like this like they've been they've been tight and together they didn't they didn't sound like they needed anything you know, like they didn't even sound like they needed me. And I don't think they knew how to even include me uh, in their stuff. But I just had to I just had to find my place. So they basically like wrote, you know, they were like, here's what we're working on. And I was just like, OK, I think I could sing off of that. Right. And I did. <laughs> and, 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 and in the early days, it was very like, OK, um, 
y'all aren't giving me any room you know like there'd be yeah. moments where i'd be like this isn't you know I, all i'm doing is just trying to follow y'all and and i needed more i needed more room to 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 actually like write a good song and and so a lot of then you know we we changed kind of the way that we wrote songs and i would kind of start orion would give me like snippets of riffs that he was thinking about and i would be like i'd just rearrange them so that they fit um and that's kind of how i i kind of put myself in and then also like when we would play tours and i would you know they would just play so loud and they wouldn't really care you know <laughs> right because they're trying like, to cover a lot of a, a lot of music a lot of uh sonic territory right you know they're, they're totally not... it's like yeah and so then it was like hard for me to carve out my own little spot yeah and so i had to like get fancy with the mics and, and be like you know i go to a guitar center be like give me something that will cut through this and then would explain the situation and I'd also tell the guys, I'm like, there are moments where we have to be quiet. There are moments where we have to build and not build and, you know, and, and they kind of, it took them a while to figure that out. But I was like, dude, I'm working with a organic instrument here, y'all. And if you want me to lose it, like, that's fine, but it's not going to, you know, then, right. then we're not going to be able to be a band if I can't sing. Well, so I, they, I, they figured it out. And it seems like it'd be very easy. And I don't know what that uh, first band sounded like, but it seems like it'd be very easy to do like almost like a ruins kind of thing or something where it is just, you know, full bore, go, 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 like craziest sure. riffs, let's go 100% of the time, you know, and and that certainly, don't get me wrong, there are, band, there are bands that do that, but if you're going to have like songs that connect with people that are not fellow dudes probably hanging out in the audience, then you're yes. going to need to introduce some dynamics. Absolutely. And that was the thing. It was like, you, you, I mean, if you want me to scream the whole time, like get a guy, get a dude, you get somebody who's just going to be like, blah, blah, blah. like, fine, do it. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't care. But I was like, I don't, that's not what I'm bringing to you. I'm bringing you something a little more um, honest, a little something yeah. where I actually want people to hear the lyrics. Like I actually want to express an emotion that can get loud and can get emotional, but like, isn't just full born full full bore screaming you know like i i wanted to and also like i come from a musical theater background and a vocalist background where you know you don't do that right <laughs> you know? well, exactly like, yeah 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 of course and, and that's something where it, it gives the band a hook it gives a band a hook that's that's a little bit different and then the fact that a lot of of bands that operate in that kind of noisy proggy crazy go nuts territory they're mm-hmm. not going to have those hooks. They're not going to have like the the vocal. But I mean, one of one of the descriptors I've long used as a sort of baseline introducer for the cell phones is like Tina Turner for any no, no means no, and that yeah. and that gets oh, you awesome. two things that like if you understand those cultural touchstones, you're like, oh, killer, okay, and like it doesn't tell the whole story. No, it does not. But it, it gets you in the neighborhood yeah. of what it is, and the fact that there's incongruent elements, seemingly incongruent elements that come together for these really killer songs and that requires dynamic range that requires space for the vocalist to be able to vocalize you know yeah and then when the (laughs) screaming happens it's important you know what i mean like you know when you actually start doing the screaming like then then it means something because you weren't doing it the whole time so that's that's kind of what i wanted and that's what the guys you know from the very beginning were like yes like keep the pop vocals like we want that 
Uh, and I was right. like, okay, great. But also you need to let me be able to do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Also, y'all might need to tone down a hot minute there for the. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And I mean, and, and they were, they were very like open to it, but it did take them a lot of time to just kind of be, instead of just like, whatever, just like sing to it. Like nobody cares. Like to be like, oh, we should actually like value Lindsay's opinion. And I'm also like, I don't know. I'm the bossy. I'm the bossy one. And the loudest one. So the, the interband dynamic to... between you guys is hilarious, by the way. Like it's... <laughs> it's it's awful. I mean, sometimes I can get like sometimes the dudes at the end of a show will be like, You're mean and I'm like, No 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 <laughs> like I'm just saying I'm just literally I was like, I'm not nothing is planned. I'm just spouting shit out. I'm sorry. You know, and then I'm like, dude, I didn't mean any of that, but I did. You know, or like, I don't know. Well, you're so just, you're so open with all of it. And it's, and those guys are just in their little world, you know, grinding away at their thing. Excellently, I might add. But well, it, and also they're very Midwestern boys. So yeah. uh, they did a lot of hiding from their parents. <laughs> uh, and, 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 and I think too much honesty freaks them out a little bit uh like most midwestern folk so it's kind of you know it's it's interesting they've we've all gotten used to it though and it's been i don't know i think at at some point we all figured out who we all were and and that's awesome that's really cool when you get to that point in a band yeah and it's 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 amazing to me that you've managed to have this very authentic voice of you know, you're not only just your own lived experience, but just like making like a rad song out of stuff. Like I would not think of making a song out of that, but this somehow totally works. Like whether it be like a, mon- you know, mundane or not so mundane activities, uh, everyday observations, conversations. Uh, you know, I want to get into it song by song, but, you know, I, I love that, you know, the song Kelly is literally that Kelly you know, what's 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 the line? <laughs> like Kelly wants Kelly wants me to write a song, a song about, about her. It's like she does. It's super, <laughs> like it's super self-aware, and <clears throat> if I may, sparks like in that way that you can you can have that self-awareness. Oh, and what? Oh, dude, you if you relate us to sparks in any way, and sometimes you do, like literally, it's the highest praise, like an Academy Award. I'd like to thank. The Academy <laughs> and Conan Neutron is now the Academy. Yes, uh, but no, sure. but I I don't say that lightly because uh, the thing about Sparks is they have a very twisted sense of pop songcraft, but also mm-hmm. the lyrics tend to be self aware without being jarringly self aware. Like it's not like mm-hmm. bright eyes or something. We're like, oh geez, okay, whoo, we got feelings, huh? All right, let's hear about them. You know. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't want it to be like, here are my feelings, and I want you to feel like shit at the end of it. It's more like, here are my feelings, and I want you to understand, and also maybe, like, also, like, be able to scream with me and be like, yeah, yeah. I hate when that happens. Like, um, like the, there's yeah. catharsis. There's catharsis to it mm-hmm. in very weird ways, and in ways that, like... You could even be like, I'm not entirely certain what this song is about, but it's it's both a party and a little bit of a release at the same time, which is beautiful. And and that's a that's yeah. a that's a hard that's a hard road to hew. And I think that you know, even look at Sparks who are do that same kind of thing, but never that popular in the U.S. More the more of a U.K. thing, like, like the clever, oh, man. self-aware. I wish it'd be cool to be. It would be cool to blow up in the U.K. Just saying. <laughs> so, <laughs> so go. Let's go back. So, French Door you're saying is the first one, uh, mm-hmm. right? So, did you? 
what was your like, like other than the fact that we've established that they were kind of busy they, they were it was like there wasn't like tons and tons of room but how did you originally like uh, uh, want to approach it as far as like being a singer doing singing and then like coming into this like oh hmm okay what's what's happening mm. here how do i fit in like did, did it come relatively naturally i i mean a little bit uh, I was terrified the whole time when I first wrote the when I wrote the first song. I think the fir- at first it was like gonna be about one of my friends who was a Japanophile, and <laughs> and uh, and and I don't even know why I went there, but I did. Uh, but then I was like, I don't know. As I was like, because like Ryan and Justin like to jam and they'll jam and they'll play a song over and over and I'll just kind of like. You know, like when when you got your earplugs in and you could just hear your own voice, and I'd just be like, da, 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 da. Yeah. and I'd like sing it to myself for a little bit, and then I would like start singing it on the mic, trying to figure out like what, how you fit like, in, I, yeah, that. like how I fit, what I can do, what what is what, like you know, what's Ryan doing and what can I do that's different type mm-hmm. of thing, yeah, and um the phrase like French door kept showing up and I was like, okay, like, and and that was kind of one of those moments where I was just like, I don't know. Let me try to write a love song. Right. In, in the, into a French door or like using a French door as something. I don't know. But yeah, it was kind of, uh, like I would just wanted, I wanted the guys to like me. So (laughs) it was purely like, like white knuckle, like panic of like, well, this sounds good. I don't know. And, and literally that song, like we can still, we still play it every now and again. And it's, and it's great. Like, um, so that's kind of the, when I think about, sometimes when I get stuck, I just think about that. And I'm like, that came out of nowhere. I don't even know what that was. Right. <laughs> did, did it feel like something kind of crazy at the time? Do you feel like, whoa, how does this, how was this working? Or was, Yeah, it- I, I honestly didn't know if it was something I would even really listen to. I just knew I felt good yeah. when I sang it. Yeah, yeah. And I gave myself parts that felt good to sing. And that's kind of how I how I framed it from the, from then on, it was just like, what do you want to sing? What will make you feel good? And so that started to like, that started to really like affect my songwriting as well. Cause it's like, you know, if I had, if I was hung up on something or if I really wanted to talk about something, getting it out made me feel good. And so like having a contained song made me feel like, great, I can sing this song. I can feel those feelings and I can throw it away. And (laughs) and that's great. That that is great. Were you ever, writing things down like in with the idea of them being lyrics before that like is that something that you would previously had experience doing or was that no i feel like the i feel like the emotion always came first in the sense mm-hmm. like even now it's like ryan asked me what what kind of song what kind of album do i want next and i was just like i want one about the fact that we upended our entire lives and moved to another city and had a child, which we and I and, and barely touched. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And we'll probably touch it later. But like he asked me that and I'm just like, it comes completely from how I feel yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I want to write that album so that I can have it and throw it away and <laughs> just like be like, I dealt with those feelings. I wrote a song. I'm good. Yeah. And now I can just like live my damn life. And yeah. Um, I've been trying really hard to like write right now and it's just been so difficult to get back to that. Um, and we'll probably talk about that later too, but yeah. So 
Yeah, it's always emotion first. Well, everything's smaller when it's out, right? I mean, it's like when you when something's out into the world, it hits yeah. a little differently. And when it's, when, well, when so, something so- expressed, even if it's not you know one hundred percent what you thought the expression was going to be, feels differently than when it's bottled up. Exactly, and and that's like you know this the second you've given it a, yeah, the second I've given my feelings a box to put them in, mm-hmm. i.e., a song, I can put them in there, and then I can go. That's how I felt. And I can feel differently now. Yeah. Like I can move on. So, so yeah. So I feel like anytime something big happens, I'm just like, let's just write a song about it. And it can be like a little ditty. It can be something no one ever hears, but I write that song. Like there's so many, like I, I told, um, I also told Ryan, I was like, I want to do a side project of just tiny songs that I sing all of all the time yeah. so that I can have them and oh, just man. be like, Hey, people with kids, do you want to write weird, you want a weird song about diaper cream? There you go. Have it. Do you, do you ever do, do you ever do the inadvertent song parody? That's uh, song? you know, like I, that's maybe like a like commercial jingle or something. You know, th- this happens frequently when I'm feeding the cats and stuff along those lines. Where I'm like, oh wow, that's, and then I'll be like, oh, that's a really good line. There's no way I could ever use that in anything ever. But that's a really good line, and it just came because I was just sort of free associating while like humming exactly an insurance no, that's, jingle that's- or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's me every single day that's great I, like i feel like i entertain like even at work like i entertain my my coworkers when i would just be like you know like friday sucks why does it feel like a tuesday yeah. like you know and they would just be like ha 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 that's great and i'm like no i just literally am singing my thoughts well hey, that's like, all i'm doing <laughs> that's all i'm what, doing what was, was that uh i can't remember uh, becca what's it what was it it's like it's friday it's friday and it's like Wow, this is a this is a song, let alone a hit song, but like okay. Can I can I can I tell you side 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 journey right now? Sure. One of my coworkers who was like a executive VP, I don't really know what he did, to be <laughs> honest, but he was a cool guy. He used to be a DJ in the nineties. I don't know. He was a really cool guy. But he like literally weeks before Rebecca Black's Friday Rebecca came Black, out, he you. was emailing me about a song because he used to come up to me on Fridays and go, hey, welcome to Friday. And I'm like, we're here. You know, I would just be like, welcome to Friday. And he's like, my God, Lindsay, we have to write a song about Friday. Do you have any idea? Like, we should do this. And he literally, like, wrote me he wrote me lyrics oh, in an wow. email. <laughs> and a week later, literally, a week later, I was like, uh-oh. And I sent him the video and he was so sad. He was so sad. Crestfallen. Like, yeah. This is bad. Like, sorry, dude. We missed it. We missed yeah, our miss, chance. Missed the window on that one. You could, you, you, you could, have, you could have had your version of like, a, it was like Lazy Sunday or whatever where, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, no, that's like my favorite Friday story because it literally yes. was just the next day. <laughs> Well, and, and and it's you know there's there's a lot of songs about Fridays you know and that's there's there's a a, a, a lot of references to Fridays as well, uh, but the well I mean think of think of like um, uh, you know like if you were to do like a different calendar day for each album or something like seven songs and each one is is for that you know that would be interesting that's people love it, shtick. It would be cool to just do a date. A, day, a specific you know, date, yeah. Just be like June thirty 
first or whatever. It's is there a June first, for there 20, is? 21, we're going to have a protonic reversal. Yeah. I think it'd be really funny if it was just, you know, like on April 2nd, everyone will die. Like, you know, and then it's just like every time April 2nd happens, you could just be like, hey, I wrote a song about today. But do it as like a jingle tag. So it like shows up in a commercial, but it's the last two seconds, you know, where it's, they try to get in your head. Yeah. Just have a little bit. I love when, I love when commercial, I love when songs get in on commercials, but you know that the rest of the song is terrible. You know, it's like, like the lyrics are terrible. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're like, oh, this is a no-no song. Yeah, you, Why you are did, they you using didn't listen to the whole song on this? Did you? Okay, all right. <laughs> or it's like when uh, I remember like a Pixar movie chose a system of a down song, and I was like, <laughs> interesting. Yeah. <laughs> all right. uh, tell me about Argyle, that first EP. Argyle, um, four songs, right? If I remember right. Yeah. Wow. What even is on Argyle? Um, <laughs> Help me, Argyle Hitchcock, repped it out. Four it was songs. literally written because uh, J- Ryan lived on Argyle. Um, <laughs> and there was a. The reason why we are the cell phones is because there was like a cell phone store that had like a sign that had two cell phones on it. And so the. I think Argyle is just the picture, is that picture. That's, uh, the, that's that the sign. sign. Okay. It's from the cover. Yeah. Okay. And so then the back of the the back of the of the EP is like us um it was like us standing in front of that store um with the sign and me looking cute. I, I was doing the Billy Holiday thing where I put a flower in my hair. Yeah. To throw people off. Um <laughs> to, and uh for the onslaught to come. <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly. People would like I remember like the first PRF thing we did. People were like, Is it jazz night? What's going on here? What what's this? What's all this? Yeah. Okay, Yako. (laughs) Okay, cool. It's it's a girl. Like, I don't know. But I was just I remember hearing a bunch of like, you know, boisterous men. Commentary, yeah. Yeah. And I was just like Reddit comments and waiting. Y'all don't even know. Y'all didn't even know what's happening. By the end they were like, We don't even know. I'm like, Yeah, that's right. Done told yeah. you once. Not going to tell you again. <laughs> yeah. I think like a lot of that was recorded either in the practice space we were in, which was some Belgian dude's basement, or Ryan's tiny studio apartment. So I don't even – is that is that right? Yeah, it was like recorded uh, at Downbeat Studios. Was, was that a- – Oh, Downbeat. Yeah, we won a, we won a, a battle of the bands at Elbow Room. Like, out of nowhere. Did you really? Like, I always joke that the only battle of the bands I would attend is an actual battle with weapons. And as long right. as I could pick my opponents. But did you? I, that's we, a real thing. You actually won a battle. Of the, really? Yeah, we did it on a whim. Like, it was just kind of a thing. But then, like, as that's, that's we, you know, I said yes, because I always, I, I always say yes to shows. As much as I, as much as the guys are like, I don't want to. Um we did this show. They were like, you need to bring 10 people. And I was like, oh, no, this already sounds bad. Like, I don't even want to do this. <laughs> you buy so all your tickets we... ahead of time. You uh, can do whatever you want with them. But <laughs> Yeah, it was so stupid. So then it was just like, all right, I brought 10 people. I literally like brought like my uncle's best friend who I knew was in town. Like that kind of crap. Like I was just like, oh, this is bad. Dark helmets in the back, you know. Yeah. Oh, God. And then the – and then uh, like – we that was like the qualifiers i guess and then we played a second show with all of the finalists yeah. i don't know it was weird um so speak we, a little to played, that though what were the other bands like were they more like conventional like 
I, I'm imagining yes. Mouse Rat from Parks and Recreation, basically. You know. I mean, there are a lot of dude. Like they could have been like classic yeah. rock cover yeah. bands, but they were trying to do their own stuff. Yeah. Um, there was like a band that was like that was like their practice room was like across from us, and we kept hearing them play the same song over and over, and we would just kind of like like don't laugh. They're very good. <laughs> they're nice guys. Don't laugh. Um, and then there was also like yeah, there's just a lot of like dude bands. Yeah. There were some cool bands that I liked. Um, but it was so funny because people kept coming up to us and being like, what the hell are you? <laughs> and a lot of them, a lot of them would come up and be like, I was supposed to come here and vote for my friend, but I didn't. I voted for you guys. Yeah, and we were some. <laughs> yeah, we were like, we we're like, cool, whatever. All right. And so then, like, I think we took our stuff back to the studio. And at the time, our studio had broken the elevator. So we had to lug everything up four flights of stairs and so we were done with the night. And then one of my friends texted me and said, y'all won. Ah, did you bail yeah, before they made the decision? We weren't even there. <laughs> Fantastic. I, I was like, oh, no. And so, yeah, the the win was uh, to record at Downbeat Studios, which um, was led by two really cool guys whose names I forget at this moment. They gave us uh, our, our tour van. Um uh, they they sold it to us, which was was super sweet. So they they were great guys. They were super chill, super nice. But it was very like breakneck speed. Like we didn't yeah. even know what we were doing. Type recording. So I hear Argyle, and I just hear like, oh oh yeah, oh yeah that. <laughs> well, it it seems to exist solely on like almost nervous energy or something. You know, where it's just it, yeah, <laughs> just out of the cannon. <laughs> and and it's a it's a precursor to things to come for sure. Uh, but it definitely seems like a, you know, the pre-Cambian version of, of of cell phones, or you know, Cretaceous at best. Absolutely. <laughs> so then, but then after that is is one of the most amazing things that I've ever seen any band do, which you have the Halloween soundtrack, the ha- the haunted house soundtrack, which is incredible. And I I just I I actually have saved asking about this until having you on the show, because I am so interested in how on earth this came to pass. Uh, Ryan loves Halloween. He loves Halloween so much that he said a haunted house soundtrack would be cool. And so we all literally got together and just started like saying a bunch of weird, scary things into the mic. We asked a lot of people like, what scares you? And, and we got a lot of responses and we just wrote them on a list and just went down the list and went for it. Um, this is funny. This is the, the Halloween album contains the only thing that if I were to run for office, I would immediately address. I want to get this out of the way. (laughs) Lindsay Charles for the people needs to acknowledge a very important discussion topic. Exactly. At the end, towards the end, you hear me saying some German. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was because people told me that Nazis were scary. And so I said a bunch of very Nazi things. And I think to myself, hmm, that wasn't the best idea. Um, And I told Ryan, I was like, can we, can we cut that? And Ryan's like, I don't even know where the original recording is. <laughs> I don't even know how to do that. And I'm just like, okay. Out but of it, context for the record, yeah. I do not condone or like what I said. I only did that because somebody told me that Nazis were scary. And I was like, I can speak some terrible German right. and, um, and let me, let me do it. But I, in no way, agree or condone any of the things that I spouted in German 
at the end of this album. <laughs> the end of the album. <laughs> oh, not funny, guys. But still, like, yeah, that's literally. If I look back on my life, that is like the one thing that has been recorded that I'm like, that is not a good thing. <laughs> well, I, I I I could get canceled on this. <laughs> the, the the rest of the rest of it is, is aces, so maybe we can have a more uh a more palatable 2021 version of it for the for next oh, Halloween. Yeah. I know, right? I should do like a I should do a children's Halloween now since I have a kid. Yeah, why like, not? Here, enjoy a more palatable Halloween. You know what's really scary? Not getting any sleep because of you, you dick. Right? Go to bed! Yeah, it's just Angry Parent. One of the tracks is just Angry Parent. No, you can't touch that! That's not for babies! That's mama's drink! Leave it alone! You got the, that's uh, all I see. There's lots of scary stuff in there. That, that Born in the USA riff, you know? That's a, that. Yes, Born in a Spooky Grave. <laughs> I made Ryan sing that. I was like, I'm not going to do it. You do it. He was like, okay. From the from the grand Terrible. tradition, yeah, it's, it's so bad. Oh, there are so many things. Like literally, Ryan was just like, "Go with your fur, go with your gut, do whatever you want to do." Yeah, go with your gut. Here, I made like, and he basically just did all of the tracks. Like he did all the tracks by himself. He had Justin come drum them, and then told me like, do vocals over them. Yeah, about scary stuff, and I was like, okay, but. Well, it turned out lovely, and it's since, as far as I know, it's the only one of its kind that isn't, you know, assembled by committee. Where it sounds like there's a, you know, a board secretary that's like, "All right, you got five minutes. I'm gonna." <laughs> what do you, you. What do you no, need I, me to do? I've... Oh, I'm a scary vampire. Okay, I'm leaving now. <laughs> Contractual obligation scares, I guess we will call them. Yeah, and also Alex Young is on is on there. Um, she she is the the small tiny child voice. Um. But it, it was really fun. Like I love Alex. We went to college together. Um, and she, uh, like, perpetually sounds like a like a like a child. And it'd be <laughs> funny to like walk into to like bars with her. Yeah. Because they'd be like, "Ha ha, yeah, show me right here." She's like, "Here you go." Like there it is. Uh, I'm 23. Leave me alone. Like you know, it's just like kind of funny to. <laughs> she's the best. Like she's so great, and I'm so happy that we have that like little time capsule of her. Like doing fun stuff with us because yeah she's great oh and we did a music video too that was literally like a friend from indie a one of ryan and uh justin's like high school friends just came over with a bunch of halloween stuff we invited a bunch of people over and we did a halloween music video and it was awesome like sure yeah it was so much fun uh, there's keyboards on there too, which is somewhat rare for cell phone stuff. Yes, um, um, Jeff Giza, who uh, passed away quite a while ago, um, he did the keyboards on that. Ryan didn't even remember that he did the keyboards on that. I had to tell him that just recently. <laughs> I was like, "Here's a picture of him doing that." But yeah, it was really cool to like have him like come and do a couple keys. Uh, he basically just listened to what we had and just like added to it. The uh, so was this actually in a haunted house ever? Was it in a haunted house? No. Yeah, I, I mean, if you consider our house a haunted because we did our apartment a haunted house. Because well, I was gonna say Halloween Halloween day last year we did do I think eight hours of it uh, on constant rotation, which I think is awesome. <laughs> That's why, awesome. why else have a streaming station if you can't pull absurd pranks like that? 
for. That's what I had, Franks. Thank a, you. Uh, and then, and credit credits do that was Brian Musikoff's brainchild. Yes, he did. Like, like he, yep, sounds great. Do he, it. <laughs> yeah, he played. Brian played like every recording we ever did, like in rapid succession. And one of them was the Halloween album. And I was just like, I don't think it was the first time I'd heard it in years. So it was really cool to like go back to that. But then again, I was like, there's that Nazi part. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I think for for those listening live too, that's going to follow this Proton Conversal. So stay tuned. If you you want to hear, if if you want to cancel Lindsay Charles, stay tuned. (laughs) <laughs> Please don't cancel me. <laughs> so then tell me about, uh, so after that, it was like, what, about a year or so? And then there was uh, the hospital, hospital spaceship? There was, was the one after Hospital that, spaceship. Right? Yep. Named after the hospital spaceship that we lived near, that we would go on the roof of my uh, apartment building and go, that's a spaceship. Yeah. They don't want you to know it, but it is. <laughs> and we'd get, you know, we'd get drunk or high enough to realize that it knew that we knew. There's a in Oakland uh, on the side of Lake Merritt that's by Children's Playland. There's a church that I always called the Big Jesus Space Egg because that's exactly kind of what it looks like. Or if you're from another angle, it looks like a big old space vagina. But from, the, from our angle, it would look more like a space egg. And it's it's one of those things that it's somebody's vision for sure. But, you know, especially for. It's almost more delicious that it's a church because then they didn't have anybody be like, hey, did you know that that kind of looks just a little <laughs> bit like uh... I loved it, though. I thought it was great. That's so. amazing. Yeah, I would I would love that. <laughs> so it looks like it's got only... thrusters, the hospital spaceship. You know, you can see I've, I've seen less conventional spacecraft. Totally. No, it, we just assumed that it, it took like whatever like bodies that didn't make it. They just used it for fuel. And that was our, that was our story. Rocket um, it into yeah. the, send, send it straight into the heart of the sun. That kind of situation. Where does it say that that was recorded? <laughs> I would like to know. Oh, uh, let's see. I will go to that page. It does not say. It says our aim, our aim here. One, record ourselves. Two, keep it short. C, win a Grammy. C, one, two, C. That's clever. Is that what it says? It absolutely does. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's all, Ryan. I don't know what he means. Um, I feel like that was, yeah, I do not remember who recorded that. But I know it was a friend, and I know I enjoyed myself. All right, well, um, there you go. But yeah, that's crazy. It's just too far back. It's too far back for me to remember. I'm sure Ryan would remember. But I told Ryan that he needs to stay downstairs and play Dead by Daylight until I'm finished. <laughs> uh, any memories from any of those songs? Any from, uh, we got Spoiler, Tuesday, Lyrical, Sons, Husband, the Phil Spector dedication, Husband. Yep. Oh. Yeah, I literally wrote that by myself. And I, I, I sang it for Ryan. And he was like, no, no, no. I think we could do something here. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay i mean it's it's like a he hit me it felt like a kiss like tribute kind of yeah because i was like why would you write such a horrible thing like why did anyone think this was cool who would nobody at any point much like the jesus space egg we didn't go like hey hey that looks really no don't like maybe let's idea. not let's not do that. Yeah, um, it's really cool. Grizzly Grizzly Bear also did a really cool cover of "He Hit Me," and I thought it was really weird because it's just like a bunch of dudes singing it, almost like they're in a choir. Yeah, it's so weird. But yeah, I love it. But I remember hearing like 
Justin's now wife, Laura, hearing that song for like the first time. And she was just like, what is this? <laughs> like the he hit me song. Yeah. And, Cause yeah, we're just, jarring, we're just playing right? it. Like we're like, he hit me, you know, we're just yeah, like yeah. singing it like in the van. And she's like, what, what? the hell? Like, yeah. She's so upset. So funny. But yeah, I, I kind of wrote that. And then we, we did like a group of shows with a band, with a group called Dem- democracy burlesque, which did a lot of like sketch, sketch stuff regarding like politics. Mm-hmm. And I played that song and everyone was like, that is insane. That's amazing. And I just remember being like, cool. I mean, <laughs> please don't cancel us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, you think that's cool? Okay. Right on. Right on. Right on. Yeah, I still can't remember where that was actually recorded. Maybe that's David Allen. I, had a, I have a friend from Bloomington who does a lot of really cool recording. He actually has a, um, he has a cool podcast called Flashback to Never. Mm. Where he basically like rewrites like uh like as if as if you're listening to like fifties, sixties radio from another dimension. Oh cool. Yeah. Whereas like these like popular stars, but you don't know their names. Yeah. But it kinda sounds like those songs would exist. I did right. like a I did a little like like uh like a Leslie Gore thing. Nice. Um where I did a song about tossing your salad. Like, like it was like about tossing, like, you know, it was like the new dance is the salad toss. And <laughs> it was the, really good. In the grand tradition of the completely just, just naively, either naively blissfully unaware of the double entendre or completely yeah. aware and seeing what they can get away with. It was cool. Yeah. David's great. He's, he's a, he's an amazing guitarist. He and he and I were in plays in, uh, in college so he came over and like recorded us quite a bit. He's like really good at, and pretty. I don't know. He 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 records as if he's been doing it all his life, and he probably has. Um, but he's he's amazing. Um, but yeah, flashback to never is his podcast. But he's really cool. But I think he recorded that one. God, I hope somebody, please, does somebody call me and say no, Lindsay? Do you remember? all of the fun times we had when I recorded this album hospital spaceship and I'd be like, Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm running on five hours of sleep. I have a child. Please be gentle. It's a lot of information to, to, to keep a hold of. It's okay. Like, this is great. No, care. this is, this is a good refresher <laughs> for me. <laughs> uh, so then, and, and right about that time, um, and, with the caffeinated compilation and whatnot, it's kind of when you guys came to my attention with mm-hmm. the, the original, the non-album version of West Coast. So the, the, the single version of it was the one that came to my attention. And then shortly thereafter was uh, Get You Alone. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of, there's, there's a lot of ripping songs on there. It looks like, looking at this, it looks like it was May 2013 that came out. I was very impressed that the opening song was a song about a period. Yes. You don't Brian see that told much me in general. He was like, he he basically was like, I, I wrote a song. Can you just like, it needs to be about something you're like frustrated with. And at the time it was my period. And I was like, it's called heavy flow. And then they both were like, oh no. <laughs> and I was like, guys, trust me. And it's been like literally so many people. That's like how people open the cell phones up to women sometimes. Sure. They'll be like. Oh, do you need a song about your period? Here, I know this band, the Cell Phones. They have a song called Heavy Flow, and maybe you'll relate to it. And then women will like go back to them and be like, "This is amazing." Yeah. So, like, 
it exact it does its job like literally like what i wrote it for does its job well absolutely and it's something where if the descendants can have like 20 million songs about farts you know why not <laughs> why not have it like a, a badass song about a period sure i mean exactly <laughs> exactly like to me FYI, I, I have a cute picture of ryan when he was uh playing bass in high school with a shirt that just says i can't stop farting because <laughs> he yeah because he was that guy um so yeah no it's 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 totally like yeah a double standard i feel like a lot of times justin would uh, he likes a certain different kind of music and would and and sometimes we connect and sometimes he's just like no no no. i like when the lyrics are just like as vague as they can be and i'm like you mean like pavement like <laughs> Versus like gobbledygook, like it sounds great. It's just yeah, like yeah, yeah. What is this? Harry Winkle sled. I don't know what I'm saying. Like I'm just like cool. I don't know what this. I don't know what this is supposed to be. Yeah, like, but it's cool. Place but it's not words me. where you're like just getting the sound and and it's and then you're like ah that's fine that can stay there. Yeah, that's good. And I've I've heard so many people say like oh lyrics are like the least important thing, and I'm just like. Mm not for me so it's just like not in this man's army yeah i was like if you want a band that like doesn't think about that kind of stuff like feel free but you got me you got me and and then later on as i started writing more stuff justin's been very like cool about stuff but i think there was like a point where he was just like we're not cool enough because you're being too honest or something and i get it but which is Again, I would personally, I would consider that a strength because, because first of all, I find it a little obnoxious that most of the like genuine honesty in music has to be accompanied by like usually a dude on an acoustic guitar singing about his fucking feelings. And I, mm-hmm. and it's like, why is it, why is that the trope? Why is that the thing? And like, why is it required disconnection if you have like a louder, more boisterous presentation? Why? Yeah. No, I don't, I don't get it either. And I think like, and maybe it's just a thing, but I feel like we are getting there where women are more able to kind of bear their souls in a very simple way. Like women's R&B is just like right there. Like when I heard the first SZA album, I was like, girl is talking about it. Like she is talking about literally like the deepest, most personal shit that that means something to her and like all of the self-deprecation and all of the not feeling worth it. And that is relatable. And I think a lot of women and men too can relate to that. So it's like, why not? Like, why not do that? And, and so, I mean, really like a lot of this, I just kind of write for myself, but if I can get any person to come up to me and say that, I feel that right there. Yeah. I'm like, great. I did it. Well, and it, you know, there, like I said, there's a, a, a you know, strident, strident honesty to it, but it isn't. It's somehow, even when it's about the most awkward of topics, isn't awkward. Like it's just sort of like, you know, it's it's a declaration or observation or something, and it comes at it from a way that's it's still enjoyable and fun. Uh, you know, in the some way, in some ways, like some some talkers can talk about things that are maybe more ribald or like nasty or whatever. And you're like, ah, oh, this yeah. is interesting. And then someone else does. And you're like, Oh my God, stop talking. I don't, you're, this is murder to me. You're murdering my yeah. mind by talking about this right now. 
Yeah, we've definitely had our fair share of like watching, like I don't know, like people do confessionals and be like, "Oh, I feel, I feel scared. I feel scared for you." But then I'm also like, "Do your thing, make do your thing. I'm not gonna yuck your yum. You're cool. Work it out. Yeah, work it. You work it out." Um, But yeah, like I don't know. I feel like. I don't know. Get You Alone was really interesting. Like I wrote a song uh, with me that that was a song and I literally didn't tell Ryan that I wrote it. I just told him I was like, I wrote a song and it's basically like addressing your ex-girlfriend, the one that like left you before me. And, And it was like one of those things where it was like Ryan and I met literally like the first day of band practice and then at some point months later he was like i moved i moved over to argyle so i'm no longer with the person i was with and i'll talk about it later if you want to and he did like later and it was just very like okay like thank you for sharing whatever but then as like things progressed i was like oh man i like this guy this sucks and he just was like i am not seeking any kind of relationship because i've had my heart broken and i do not want to mess with that and at the time we wrote get you alone we were pretty much together and um he hadn't heard the lyrics at all and so i'm recording it i'm doing it and i'm like in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, like I hope, ugh, I hope he. Uh, yeah. I don't even want to know what he wants. To, I don't even know what he wants. I don't even want to know what he's thinking. I don't. I don't care. And you have the and you have and the then, added pressure of being like, oh, is this gonna work? Recorded and like musically, is this gonna be enjoyable too? As well as the reaction, yeah. Totally, all of that. And so I was just, yeah, I was just trying to get it out. I was just getting it out, getting it out. Yeah. And then when we were finished with it, we're upstairs, like, like like getting some water or something and he just goes i i like your song and i was like cool and it was just a very like what you said was really sweet and it's like one of those things where i was like i didn't expect that i didn't want i didn't need it you know like i I just needed to get it out but it was really cool to hear him say that and it was just kind of like one of those moments where it was like cool you're okay with me bearing my soul here like that's okay even if it's about you like I appreciate that. And he really has been very, I don't know. I could tell him anything. I'm like, Ryan, I wrote a song about, I don't know how you don't wear pants. He would be like, that's weird, but you know, do your thing, live your truth, do your thing. And I'm like, thank you. I appreciate you. Well, that whole experience, it had to be a relief, right? I mean, yeah, it was a, it was a huge, huge relief, but also like, it was, I don't know. It was also like in the back of my mind, I was like, I knew it. I knew, I knew that, that I did this right. Like, you know, like, so did that kind of give you the, the idea that, okay, so since that worked like that's, that's, on, <laughs> that's open on the table, right? That that's something that I can explore kind of further in, in other ways. And you know, it, maybe it, won't, it won't be received negatively by being too open or being too honest or direct or. Yeah. Well, even I think the song lyrical is also about Ryan not wanting me to write songs about him <laughs> at some point. He was just like, Lindsay, uh, like, I don't, uh, you know, I don't like attention. And I'm like, I get it. I understand. But also, like, you're here. You're the only, <laughs> you're the thing I want to sing about. I'm sorry. Right. Like, I don't know what, I don't know what to tell you. He's the reluctant um, muse. Yeah, no, we it's so funny. We just had a conversation about muses. And I was like, I do not like it when people are called 
like when humans are called muses, yeah, like annoying. to me, like a muse is like a thing that you can't see. It just happens. Yeah. Um, but I do. T- I tell Ryan, I'm like, you're the closest thing to a muse. <laughs> He's my Instagram muse. I call him my Insta muse all the time. It's muse adjacent, if not a muse. That's- sure. Yeah. Like, yeah, I just it's like one of those things where it's like when you're in a good relationship where you love a person and you want to sing about them. Yeah. I don't know. You should probably just Again, do it. Why is that acceptable if you're writing like a heartfelt acoustic minor key songs, but like not okay for boisterous rock music? You exactly. Know? <laughs> it's like write about whatever. And it's yeah. so funny because then I would just throw it back and be like, didn't you just tell me that like nobody listens to the lyrics? Yeah. What yeah. about that? You know, and I don't know. They've always been, they've always been at the end of the day accepting and like welcoming to any weird overshare idea I've ever had. So I got to hand it to the two of them. They are super cool. So that's also the one that French door eventually landed on after being around. Oh, that is the one that, okay, cool. We thought it was worthy at that point. Yeah. Was that, did you go back and forth with it? Like, did it just seem like too, I think we thought it was just like, Oh, it's our first song. Like we can't, can't consider this anything it's our first song like no like it's probably bad but then it was like <laughs> people would be like play french door yeah and i'd be like oh okay so then i think we were like well let's give it a chance so yeah it it worked out fine finally and i think we yeah i think we all just needed to agree that it deserved its time it's day in the sun so to speak mm-hmm. <laughs> uh bro is another song i like on that one a lot yay bro i should I keep telling my brother Keenan that I want to write a, like a bro too, where, cause it used to be like, be good to your mother. Cause I would tell him that all the time. Cause I don't know. He just tends to be kind of grumpy towards my mom. And then I was like, Oh man, I should do a bro too. Where I'm like, be good to yourself, man. Um, he just like, I don't know. He, he's a, he is like one of the most talented guitarist, drummers, singers, bassist. He can play everything. He's the most talented kid I've ever met. I love him. I, I and and he he's told me that a lot of the reason why he's into music is because of me and it just was like like I could die happy right now and he's just so amazing and I just I wish every good thing for him but I think sometimes he just can't even give it to himself and I just want him to have it so yeah i like bro is out of complete and utter love like he is he is great i have two other brothers as well through my father um but keenan just i don't know he i i saw him most because i lived with my mom and he just i just feel like he needed to know how i felt and um also like i needed to be playful about it because i didn't want to get all serious with him (laughs) right but he He's great. I remember one time, like, let's have a I discourse. Saw him. No, let's write a song. <laughs> yeah, I told, I told him, like, after, uh, I remember one time I saw him after the album came out, I think, after Get You Alone came out, and he just started playing Hitchcock. And I was like, dude, what? Like, Sick. it was just amazing. Cause I'm like, how did you even pick that out? And he's like, I don't know. We figured it out. And I'm like, what? So yeah, he's, he's amazing. He's, um, uh, I'm going to plug him. He's on TikTok as Orange Guitar Guy because he has a orange guitar and he's really into yeah. just like playing some some sweet like jazz guitar, funk guitar. He's so good. Find him, jam with him, love him. Uh, 
you also have a dirt biking with Satan on there, which is hilarious. Oh, <laughs> that was that started on the Halloween album. That's on the Halloween album. It's got that vibe. And then we all agreed that it deserved it a finer, a finer, per, like a better production. And it was amazing. I was I'm beyond happy with that song. <laughs> I always wondered, uh, you have the song that's just, uh, I don't know how you would say it aloud, but it's just the dollar sign, dollar sign exclamation point. Ka-ching! Is it, is it, okay. So is it like chick, chick, chick or something where it's just, it's a, was it onomatopoeia? <laughs> you know, it's just ka-ching, because I say ka-ching a lot yeah. in the song. Okay, so that's okay. that's ka-ching personified as characters then. Yeah, I'm trying to remember how that song even goes, but I think it was just all about was it all about me not having money? I just remember the end. I'm just screaming, show me your love with your money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind that at all. That sounds okay. <laughs> right? No, I Please. Speaking of which, patreon.com slash protonicaversal. To... <laughs> Give him your money. <laughs> I would be disingenuous not to address... Uh, one of my favorite songs from you guys, which which is which is on that one, which is West Coast, the album version of West, West Coast. Coast. I was listening to a lot of Best Coast and Waves, and I was like, it was the middle of winter in Chicago, and I just remember being like, <laughs> like I was, was full on rage and was upset that these sunny people were making sunny music, and I was like. <laughs> You wouldn't last a day in this. Like, you know, and that's awesome. I'm so glad that that a lot of people say what, like we get a lot of recommendations for West coast. Some, someone at like a house show came up to me and he was like, he was, he like just showed up and we were like, all right, we're done. See you later. And he was like, no, no, don't. Can you play West coast? I came here just to request it. And usually I'm like request, fuck a request like i'm just like uh 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 like yeah. don't you even come at me with a request but um he was just like i was having a really bad time and west coast really got me out of it and like no. if you play it that would be so cool and i was like we're playing west coast you know it's like all you got to do is pull on my heartstrings and i'll do whatever you want basically well and that's a wild song anyway but just the the whole kind of uh i don't know if you call it it's not the middle eight for sure, but like that whole yeah, the middle section where it kind of, you know, it drops and just kind of, you know, just since it's keeping the time on it. And then there's that kind of ratcheted, uh, near funky back and forth with the drums and bass while you kind of build it up uh, vocally mm-hmm. while it, it just like, strips it down to the foundation. Did that Was that something that, did that come later? Was that something where like that was always kind of fully formed? sprung from the head of Zeus or how, how did that song come to pass? Cause it's a very interesting song structure. Yeah. I don't know. I think it was all, I think it was Ryan. I think it was Ryan and Justin just kind of hammering it out. Um, I think Ryan was just kind of doing a lot of like that, like a lot. And, and we thought maybe it'd be cool if, yeah, they like, I love when Justin and Ryan like find a good time to do a call and response. Yeah. Um, I don't like when they do it all the time, but <laughs> when it, well, if you can eat pizza just, like, every night, too, that, it's just, like, pizza isn't special yeah. if you have it every night, you know? <laughs> exactly. And so it's like in a song, sometimes I have to be like, okay, like that's cool. But like, you know, let's, let's sprinkle a little bit. Let's leave a little and room for the, the end, Lord. <laughs> yeah. And, and, 
I don't know. It's always cool to have a little break. Sometimes I think the breaks are built in so that Justin can catch his breath. Sure. Which I think is funny. But like, but also, I tell them, I'm like, again, we need we need quiet. We need build. We need something to, to start low and to get up there. And, and um, yeah, that just really, you know, with the ba-da-da, like he was able to kind of find a way to like, and it's so mathy. Like Ryan's very like, well, if I'm going to do this, then I have to do that you know like if the numbers are off he gets very like "Mm, i don't understand how to play this (laughs) right sure it's got to add up for him yeah literally yeah which is so funny because he is not a logical person he is the most right-brained person i've ever met my whole life like just it's all if you went into ryan's head it would just be like shapes and blobs and colors (laughs) nothing would make sense it would just be like and you just be like i don't understand okay like that's him. And then it comes out this way. So great. We like it when the, yeah. way, the way it manifests it, we like. So good. <laughs> exactly. I think sometimes like the counting is just how he holds on to reality. Right. right. Cause okay. he would just go just wherever he wants. Um, and that's, I mean, I love that about him obviously. And yeah, I think that was just all them kind of figuring it out and me being able to be like, okay, well, I need like a little area for me to do this and I need that. And the vocals on that, like Ryan and Justin never know what background vocals are in my head because they're just in my head. They don't care about them. There's no way for me to just (laughs) show them the background vocals. They would be like, what are you doing? And I'll be like, oh, I'm just doing the background vocals so you can hear them. They're just like, I don't I don't understand what you're doing. Yeah. So they would be like, oh, what are you thinking about for background vocals? And with Get You Alone, no one said no to me. Not there were like no one who recorded it. No one who like Matt Angstrom, who's one of the yeah. people who recorded most of it. He he said yes to everything. He was like, gimme, 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 yeah, gimme all got? the stuff. Yeah. He was just like, I want to hear all of it. Play, record it. We'll take it out if yeah, we need if it, to. If it sucks, we'll take but it every, out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And Justin and Ryan would just be like, I don't like this. I don't know about this. And Matt would be like, no, 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 no. I can like mix it. It'll be fine. So there are like moments in like heavy flow where I'm just going, ah, nah, nah, nah. like it's absolutely insane. And he let me keep it. So then when we did the when we did the next full length, they were like, let's be a little more cautious about the background vocals. And I was yeah. like, Okay, dads, like whatever. <laughs> but they were right. I needed to I needed to pick and choose my, my backups. Yeah, but total that, freedom doesn't work for every record ever or you get indulgent. And it's you know Yeah. Okay, Takaka, sure, we get it. Yeah. And sometimes in with West Coast, I didn't know what the background vocals were even going to be. So when I recorded my parts, they were like, okay, we're done. Did you want to do any backups? And I'm like, oh, no. No? And Matt's like, are you sure? And I'm like, hmm. Play the chorus. And so then it's like, you know, that ah, yeah, that yeah, came yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. And it, and it sounded like to me, that made the song just like, that blew the song up for me. So whenever I play that song or whenever I sing it, those are the like when I when I when I would listen to songs in the car with my mom, I would always harmonize. Like I love harmonizing. Yeah. So like I wanted to make music that I would want to listen to and and that's that's it. Like I love I love the harmonies on that and so when I listen to it, I immediately wanna wanna harmonize to it. So that's 
Well, and again, it's it's made all the stronger too by the fact that it's a, it's a relatively insane non-Euclidean composition. Other than that, you know, there's this non-Euclidean. <laughs> <yikes>. <laughs> there's all this like, you know, crazy like left left turn uh, moves that are happening musically. So the fact that you have mm-hmm. like what otherwise would be like you know a relatively conventional, uh, you know, big harmony pop song movement that happens to it really kind of makes it pop because it's 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 a uh, incongruent elements again. Uh, awesome. Yes, thank you. That's I think and I think that's why Justin and Ryan have me. That's why they that's why they chose me cuz they were like we want someone to come in here, pop it up, make yeah. it consistent, make it listenable, you know, make it something catchy that somebody wants to actually like listen to. Yeah. Um so It'd be interesting to see if, if more bands that were instrumental badasses tried to do that what what happened. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I agree. Oh, I was just listening to a, a band. What was the band I was listening to? I heard like a band. I heard a song from them that was just instrumental, and I was like, "Oh, but if they added vocals, it would be so cool." And what was it? Me- Metronomy? I don't know. Have you ever heard of them? No, don't know. Met- Metronomy. I heard a like a. It was like the last. Their last release was like in 2011, so they're an older band, but they did like a instrumental album and i was like this is cool but like if they put vocals on it and then their latest like the 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 last album that they released had a bunch of vocals on it and i had heard every one of those songs like at coffee shops or in places oh really how funny how, that's that's interesting. yeah so okay. like this and and just and uh i never like i respect the spotify discover weekly it really does open me up to a lot of bands i would i haven't or i missed or i didn't listen to and that's one of them. And they kept playing those songs, and I didn't realize that it was the same one. But they have vocals on every one of their, or on most of their songs on the latest album, and it's, it just opened it up for me. Then I was like, I'm in. I, I I know what I know how to I know how to relate to you now. Sometimes instrumental for me, you know, it can be I'll hard. Just listen to, it can be hard, yeah. or it can sound almost samey without being samey. Like it, it, it can yeah. objectively not sound the same as the song next to it, but there's certain things that happen that maybe you just make it come together like wallpaper or something. Yeah, like the only yeah the only like instrumental stuff I listen to is like William Bazinski, like ambient stuff. Yeah, because it makes me like feel good and calm. Yeah, if you had like ambient music I, and someone's going woo 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 woo, and it, it's gonna take you you know, away from the meditation or whatever. Wouldn't Although, that be funny if it was just out of nowhere, a William Bazinski song, woo, 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 woo. I'd be like, oh, whoa, William, what are you doing, buddy? Okay. All right, taking to different places, okay. I gave, FYI, I gave, uh, I gave birth to Olive playing William Bazinski's Cascade over, and it's a 40-minute song, over and over and over. Um, and it was the best song that you could possibly give nice. birth to. Um, but my mom was like, if I had to hear that song one more time, I would have, <laughs> I would have killed someone, would have killed and murdered a person. She's not I'm going like, out oh. and buying the box set, huh? <laughs> right. Yeah. I guess you're not, uh, going to his live shows. But yeah, it was just really funny. Cause she was just like, mm, yeah, yeah. like yeah. this was a beautiful birth. But if I had to listen to that one more time, I'm going to die. It's hilarious. So funny. The, uh, did the Leslie Gore set happen around this time, if I remember correctly? The Halloween, I think it was, was it Halloween that you, you guys did that? Yeah, yeah, it was a Halloween. It was like a show in, it was like a, it was like a PRF Halloween show uh, in Cermak, in that neighborhood. 
Um, it was like in an old, like, cool German hall. German. It was like a German beer hall almost, but with something else. But it was really cool. It was like the one of the coolest places I had ever been. Yeah, we did all of the Gore set. Somebody recorded the whole thing, and then Leslie Gore found it and listened to it. And and I met her, and we met. We all met her yeah. on Skype. That's pretty rad. It was insane. Like literally, she was like, "Oh, I've never met anybody on Skype," and I just put my hand out and was like, "Yeah." Like it was. <laughs> That's awesome. And when the Skype ended, we all just sat there, like we were all smushed in the screen together. And just, I think Justin was the first one to say anything. And he was like, I actually like Googled her to so I made sure it was the right person. Like, you know, like we were even that like wary yeah. that this wasn't going to be real. It wasn't some like, now I'm going to need your banking information. And yeah. exactly. <laughs> and there was a, the, the, her musical director at the time was named Deborah Barsha. I'm still mm-hmm. friends with her on Facebook and Instagram. So I get to see her antics. She's a conductor for Broadway musicals. Um, so she she was a conductor for Jersey Boys at the time. She nice. also was doing stuff with Karen O. Like she was like she was the she was like doing the choir stuff for her uh oh, for cool. that one album for the song Sacrilege that they did on late night television. She was there. She was like, I'm right here. So you know I'm a real person. I was on the I was on Jimmy Fallon or whatever yeah, she was on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, well, thank you for <laughs> for telling me that. Um, so it was crazy to like meet them and like because they wanted to like make a musical about Leslie Gore and they wanted like a punk, you know, like a punk band who was doing Leslie Gore punk covers. And she was like, and I found you. And how perfect is this? And I'm like, Aah! like it was just the the greatest like few months of my life because they were going to do it and then they weren't and Leslie Gore like sent us an email back that was like maybe someday we'll do something again see you later like I was just like (laughs) it was a really cool bit of time but it was just really cool to meet Leslie Gore and be like wow all I had to do was make a I mean yeah it was funny because Ryan and Justin do not want to do Halloween cover bands they don't want to do cover bands in general so I had to really sell them. I was like, either you let me live out a, a Lana Del Rey fantasy or we do Leslie Gore. Because Ryan had been playing a lot of Leslie Gore that yeah. summer. or, or Yeah, I think it was that summer. So then Halloween rolled around. Um, and the first day both were just like, no, I don't want to learn a bunch of covers. Yeah. And I was like, hey, but we could call ourselves Gore and look like that one chick in Prince of Darkness covered in gore. <laughs> covered in gore. Yeah, yeah. It's... We could do that. And they were both like, I'm listening. Okay, like, it was talking, very yeah. funny <laughs> to get them in dresses and wigs. And the, like, I was like, okay, I know how to speak your language now. Yeah, exactly. You, you found the hook. <laughs> yeah, but it was great. It was such a, such a freaking fun time. We've revived that a couple times. But also Ryan and Justin, I don't think they'd ever want to do it again because then they'd be like, I have to learn it again. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) So then it's a a couple years pass and then we have what was the I think was it 20? Was it 2016? I guess it was 2016. I tell you what, it was on the it was on the best of 2016 Protonic Reversal list. Oh, Is this no? Are we talking about no? This, 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 this is one of the best titled records of all time, which is no. 
<laughs> it was literally okay. First, Ryan had drawn a cover, and it was literally like a bunch of shapes with a mouth, and then it said "scumming." <laughs> <laughs> that that was the alternate, huh? Yeah. Yeah. This is what I want, and I'm like, mm-mm, I pass. <laughs> It's a no for me, dog. <laughs> yeah, but it's funny. Every now and then, like, he'll be like, oh, but I have this really good idea for an album. I'm like, scumming? <laughs> Is it called scumming? That's <laughs> so good. Oh, man. I've told him that someday scumming will exist, but not not today. But um, <laughs> not, for the, not for this. And, yeah, when, when you have the uh, the audience capacity to just be as indulgent as possible and, and just right? be beloved no matter what. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, it was cool. Like, to me, that was the most grown up thing I had done at that time. Like, I was the mo- I, I, I am still so proud of every single song on that album. Yeah, it's a, it's a ripper. I mean, it's yeah, it's you. You've got so many great songs on there, and again, it's the lead off song is just out of the gate. Just here's what here's what this is. Welcome to the party, pal. Right on. Yeah, it, like, uh, no was the first time my dad, who has been in radio since I've been a child, like, he yeah. was a, he was a DJ, then he's, he was a, he's, he's been a DJ all over. Um, now he's working, like, or he was working, like, programming at a radio station. But yeah, he just, he, he's been a DJ literally, like, for most of my life. Mm-hmm. He knows good music. He listens to everything. Like, regardless of, Rick Springfield being his favorite artist and, and the fact that I am named after Lindsey Buckingham of Fleetwood Mac. Um, Dad, like, listens to – he listens to absolutely every single thing. So I knew that he had a lot – like, I don't know. He calls me a pop snob, which I think is, like, high praise. <laughs> high praise. But I knew that he knew what worked on a radio. And yeah. so when he listened to You Make Me Say No, he was like, Lindsey, this is – this is it. Yeah, like, smell a hit is... on this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was like, this is the one like this right here. And I'm like, Oh, like I knew that I had done the right thing. Right. Um, like he was actually like showing it to people, you know? And yeah. I was just like, uh, how cool. Then I knew that I did a, I did a good job. Cause dad had not listened to anything else and been like, Oh man, let's see. This is great. Like yeah. it was just kind of always like, okay, okay. Mm-hmm, okay. But no, it was the first time he was like, I'm, I'm, you have my attention. I was like, yeah. So I was super, super excited. That's awesome. And, the, and there's a lot of, uh, you know, uh, put me in the dark. That's a good one. You know, oh man. Yeah. That, that's a, that's a good, like mid, mid record jammer. Like there's, there's a, yeah. Sometimes, right. Yeah. Sometimes Ryan and Justin are just like, I just want something I'm going to jam out to mindlessly. I don't need to think about anything. I'm just going to yeah. do it. And I'm like, okay, there you go. <laughs> Did you feel uh, lyrically when you were putting the lyrics together for, just for all these too? Like, did did it come fairly easily for all these? Yeah, I mean, some shock value. That was kind of one that was like Ryan. Ryan did a song, and I was just like, I don't even know what. I think I saw a book <laughs> on the shelf called Shock Value, and I think it's like the one about horror movies. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was like, okay, I'll just do something like scary and weird. And also, I was in bed at the time, so the song, the word, 
it's all about like trying to get somebody in bed with you. So literally, like sometimes things are that literal. Yeah. Like uh, like Dave Grohl and Sonic Highways. Yep. I always like to make fun of him because <laughs> he'd be like, "Oh, I saw a thing," yeah. and then like that thing would be in the lyrics. Yeah. And yeah, be yeah. Like, ah, it's like here, I Dave. Saw, yeah. So we saw the thing earlier in the episode, and now it's being referenced in like the song that is objectively the worst part of this episode. Oh, Dave. Thanks. <laughs> like. <laughs> Oh my god. So yeah, so sometimes things get super weird and literal, but like yeah, there's just sometimes where Ryan just has a vibe, he has a thing, he's got a mood, and I just kind of have to ride, I just have to ride the wave and figure it out. So like no is maybe the first time where I was like bringing actual music to the table where I was like mm. like you made me say no, I I showed up and I said, "Ryan, this is what I want you to do." And, and there's a lot of like feeling out that Ryan has to do. Like, like I try so hard to, we don't, we don't talk like in music theory. So sometimes I'll just be like, I need this note. And he'll be like, dun, 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 dun. Big nose note. Dun, 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 nose note. <laughs> like, and he'll just like figure it out somehow. And we'll, we'll cobble t- through it together. And then I'll be like, I don't know, maybe you could do like a ding, 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 ding. And he's just like, okay. <laughs> And somehow I was able to like make it exciting for him to play. Cause that's like important to him. So yeah, like, yeah, there's just a lot, a lot that, that we changed this, like, like in this album. And it was cool to know that we could, we could come could at songwriting it. from, from yeah. different, different avenues. Apparently past me called it uh, somewhat akin to Sharon Jones fronting the Minutemen. Whoa. Uh, which okay. I, which I think is pretty good past me. That that's a, that's a decent starting point. Like that gives you, gives you an idea. Yeah, I know. Did you see that doc? The doc. No, I did not see the. I did not see that. It's. I will. It's it's really good, but it's a bummer at the same Mm. time. And like a like a like a complete masochist, I watched that and the Glenn Campbell one where he like has Alzheimer's and is like doing a tour and his family's with. And I'm like, what am I? Why am I doing this to myself? Like this is so great, but just yeah, get get like a cartoon to watch afterwards or something light, you know. No, that sucks. Yeah, so but yeah, I, mean, I haven't watched I haven't watched the polystyrene doc yet. No, no, because I think I'll be sad. I think it'll yeah. just make me sad, but I will. Well, no, does not make me sad. I think it's a good example of uh, how you can be spazzy and dancey and, and and hooky and catchy, but also musically interesting. And that that definitely seemed like that was a level up point for cell phones as a band. Now that was um. That was that was the vinyls to No Trend on that one, if I remember correctly, right? Yes, No Trend Records, um, headed by one of our wonderful, again, like just people we've met through playing shows, being cool friends with people who are in cool bands. Uh, no Trend kind of just popped up, and they were very good to us. I mean, basically, we never want to do like label stuff. I just want someone to pay for the vinyl. Right. <laughs> so basically, I'm like, I don't sure, have any yeah. money. Can yeah, you help yeah, me? Yeah, like, so yeah, it's it was just all about the vinyl. So it was really cool to be able to finally deliver vinyl to people. Yeah. Um, so that was really cool. Um, and Justin's a big vinyl head, so it was very important to him as well. And it deserved it. Like you know, like we just deserved its time. I still have plenty of no in my house. So if anybody wants and to buy some still vinyl, available, yeah. <laughs> we buy like as opposed to the last album, we actually like we sold out of that because we only pressed like a hundred, but we yeah. pressed like five hundred of no. Yeah. 
to make it worth our while, I think. And um, so now we're just like, do they buy one? We just need to go. I, I need to go throughout Indianapolis, beautiful Indianapolis, and sell people our, our stuff. It, it takes a while. I mean, we made 500 of Art of Murder, and I think it's down to like six copies now, but it's like, yeah, that's great. But that record came out five years ago. You know, like- Exactly, right? <laughs> You're just like, okay. It was uh, funny. You know, I was proud of it, don't get me wrong. Man, it's a nice stuff <laughs> to have them around, but it's also like, oh, now it's sort of like, well, when we go on tour, we're not going to have vinyl copies of everyone's favorite work. Okay, well, that's fine. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny because like I don't know. I uh, No Turn was like they called me up the other day or like weeks ago and was like, "Hey, can you pick up your like we have more vinyl of yours? You want to pick it up?" And I'm like, "Wait, I thought we bought all. I thought we bought off all of our vinyl tea. Like I thought we bought it all and we have all of it." And they were like, "No, no, no, we still got a box." And I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> So there's just like a box of like 50 somewhere. Yeah. Now we have it all, but it was just funny to be like, Ooh, found some. No, exactly. You found and some people find the yes. You found the no, no found the no <laughs> say yes to the found. No, it's my favorite thing to say. I'm like, say yes to no. Well, that's the slogan for radio. Nope. Is say yes to nope. So yes. Yeah, see, I think, I mean, I think the album no was around before, Radio Nope. Mm. So might have been might have stolen my my idea. Don't think so. It was it might have been close. I'd have to I'd have to look to see. What was that? December 2016, right? No, it was definitely yeah. already Radio Nope was already around by then. Nope. <laughs> I don't believe you. I'm joking. I'm just I have no idea. Uh, it's been I think it's been about I think we missed the six year anniversary, but whatever. Oh. I, I miss anniversaries all the time. Uh, not the important ones though. Uh, so, what else about no? Before we before we move on in depth for battery lower, is there anything we miss? Any song you're thinking? Or, you know, for such a lyrical person, it surprises me also that you don't have lyrics on the Bandcamp. Is that is that a choice? Uh, I don't know. I think it's probably just a oops. <laughs> um, Fair. Oh no, we uh, we did do book. We did lyric booklets. I was gonna say I thought that I, I would I, literally print out in zine form. Uh, at my work. Hope nobody. Nine two four Gilman style, that. so you can yeah <laughs> distribute them at the punk show. Hey everybody, here's what we're singing about. Yeah, so it was basically like if you bought a vinyl, I would just give you a booklet, and it was literally like I, me and 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 I made Ryan draw a couple um, pages because I overexerted myself, and so I basically just wrote. Like I, we drew the lyric. Like we did. Like I drew a picture, and then we would draw the lyrics around it. Yeah. Um. So that's how you can find the lyrics. But if you ever want to know what the lyrics are, just like email me. <laughs> We're not that big a band. Just freaking give me a call. That's... My number's on the website, y'all. Like, it's my phone number. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. On the on the cellphonesband.com, oh, which I. Do not update, but it's there. Um, you can uh, literally just call or email me. It literally has all of my information. So wow. don't spam me. Hopefully, don't say, hopefully I don't have any. Me. Yeah, I was going to say, hopefully there's no creeps that are listening to this episode. <laughs> I mean, if you're a creep, well, yeah, yeah, more interesting, in. I yeah, guess. Exactly. <laughs> I'll try to write you a song real quick. <laughs> Yeah, actually, songs with that called "Creep" were actually very popular in the '90s. There were multiple huge there hits. Go. There's the TLC one. Right. There was a Radiohead one. There's yeah. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> so I love them all. Let's talk to what if you did TLC creep in the style of Radiohead and Radiohead creep in the style of TLC. Mm. I think you could. I I think I it's I think it's possible. I don't know just who that would be for. It, but. <laughs> just thinking about it for a little bit. I think it. I think it's possible. Yeah, that's that'd be a niche interest, but you know, I don't know. The internet likes weird stuff. Who knows? Uh, so then, let's talk about last year's fantastic record. Battery lower. I am like, I'm so like, uh, just as I was proud of no, like I'm so proud of battery lower. I think I named it the top record of the year. Did I? Let's see. I think I did. you did. I did. Yes. You think I would know? I. <laughs> you were the only one, and oh. sometimes I think no one knows that we released this because it feels. Like I just released it from my apartment because I did because it's because uh, the hellscape of 2020 did not allow us to have any kind of show and right. we did not have the wherewithal to try to make a live streaming thing happen. Yeah, you know, like that being like some kind of prerequisite now for being a band. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I got strong feelings about that, but uh, yeah, I get it. People, a lot of people like it. A lot of people don't have like weird arbitrary hangups like I do. Um, yeah, I, I yeah. say you know, abortions for some, miniature Mar- American flags for others. You know, like that kind of mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> it's like, all right, that's what you want. Cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I yeah, I I just I just couldn't even make myself like get us together enough. Like not only does Ryan and I have a, a child who's not even two yet, but Justin has one that is two yeah. plus. So it's just we, yeah. It was like we made battery lower. We recorded it ages ago. What seemed like ages ago, and then I got, you know, and then I I was pregnant, and then it was like. Uh, and then I, like we stopped playing shows November of 2019 was our last show at Empty Bottle and I I just needed the time to rest and not jump around stage with a giant belly which was fun yeah. when I was doing it it's probably fun until I was it wasn't like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I was like cool, I, need to, but... I need to cut it out I need to cut it out but um so third it, full uh, length right so. yeah third full length um we we were just going to make it an EP and just do the seven like long songs that are very like fleshed out and produced. Um, but then Ryan was like, Hey, he, he loves like that one, like six finger satellite. Look, what is that? Is that oh, I was going to say pigeons is the most popular bird by six finger satellite. It has these little interstitials that are sort of like almost like pseudo songlets. No, no, it was the, um, there was like a compilation of a bunch of like punk and ska bands that did like 30 second songs. Oh, oh Ryan loves cool. that compilation. He's right. played it for me millions of times. I feel like green days on it. I feel like a lot of people are on it that I didn't realize, but they all are 30 second songs. And he was like, do you want to do like a bunch of songs that are just like one minute? And we just do them in, in the house. We just like record them in the apartment. And at first I was like, really? Like, you want to add a whole bunch of, you want to add double the songs and just make it a full album. Like that's yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Yeah. And so then it was like, I, I accept your challenge and I will do it. So yeah, we basically just recorded seven really, really short songs. It kind of gave Ryan and Justin like the ability to just, you know, just slam out songs. Um, and I like, you know, then I would give them one that I was like, I know you're not feeling it, but just feel it. 
give it a try. Yeah. So there were a couple songs like that 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 um, are obviously not. They sound very slow. They sound very poppy um, because I was the one who started them. So yeah, it was basically like. So now, it, so then it was just like you know, fleshed out produced song with like short little blast thing. Yeah. So so why don't we do why don't we do this? Why don't we uh, just. It doesn't have to be like a novella for each one, but we'll go through each one of these. You can tell me a little about all of them, you know, sure. certain case, if you want to like go for like, you know, lyric ideas or like arrangements or something, you know, bizarre, mm-hmm. fun stories, et cetera, et cetera. We can take all that as it needs. Again, doesn't need to be long. Just tell me a little about each one of these. Uh, Absolutely. So, <laughs> so the intro is very cleverly called intro. It, Ryan wanted to do like a. He wanted it to be because I because uh, the, the next song is a, uh, is called Wake Up. It's a it's a. I want it to be your alarm clock. Yeah. I want you to wake up to this song. That was like what I wanted. So and I wanted to. I wanted to be able to wake up to it too. So I wanted a song that I could wake up to, and it could just be all of the things I feel when I wake up, which mm-hmm. is basically like you. Like, why do we have to sleep? Like, this sucks. <laughs> for eight for for eight hours, scientists say we have to do. Yeah, uh, you're unconscious. There's nothing going on. You're not doing anything other than like refreshing your bod. Screw that. Like, I hate that. So that was why I, I like wrote that. And I was like, get out of bed, do your thing, do a bunch of cool stuff until you have to go back to bed. Yeah. Um, so you're too so before that, so Ryan was like, Ryan was like, I want to do like a beginning where it's like you're in the dream, like you're having, like you're in this like calm, oh, okay. lovely, yeah. like dream. So you're by the beach, you're like walking along some dreamy scape, and you're singing to yourself. And then you hear, eh, 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 like, come out of nowhere, and then you wake up. Okay, okay, I like it. Yeah, so that that's what that is. <laughs> so then, and then after after the alarm clock is, uh, the you know one of the best singles, you know what what you would do, which is which I would Yay! say up there with uh, your West Coast and you make me say no as one of the finest songs that you guys have done as far as far as a larger appeal. Awesome. No, and that like again was just one of those things where I had to get something out. Um, I had, and Ryan is fully aware of all of this, but I had a conversation with somebody that it was basically like it was somebody who was not Ryan. We uh, we talked about uh, our attraction to each other, and we said, "Okay, cool." And then we went our, and then we, and then we walked away knowing that thing. And it was cool, but it was nice to at least in my head be like, well, I mean, if things weren't this way, what would, what would you do? What would you, what would you do? So it's like kind of one of those things where it's like, even when you're in a long-term relationship or you're in anything, you know, you can't just like, you can't turn off your attraction to others. You just kind of have to take that information and, and not like lose your mind about it, I guess. Yeah. Just deal, contend with it, deal with it. Yeah, exactly. And you don't, I mean, it's, it, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be a battle if you just accept it and move on. You know, it's like, I think a lot of people, and, and it was also, I was, I was reading a lot of articles about people like talking about micro cheating where it's like, oh no, you were thinking about someone. Oh Lord. That's, 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 a, that's cheating. A... I would just be like, that's not what. And so it was like one of those things like uh thought crime. you know like in the time of <laughs> in the time of social media and stuff like i think a lot of people 
see somebody like a other girl's page or something and then they freak oh, out yes. or they like another guy's page. it's just like eh. I'm, f- I'm familiar at some with point concept, you're yeah. not the thought police it's like you have to just kind of whatever and and i feel like also if i don't know to me like again honesty and empathy are my religion like i i literally live and die on on those things so the second i had that conversation i immediately was like ryan i wrote a song about this and this is the thing and here's all the information you need yeah and there was like a good part of him that was like i didn't want to hear any of this i don't want to know about it (laughs) but there was also a part where he was like you are a complex and complicated woman and i can't expect you to be anything else right and i appreciate you being honest with me yes and i appreciate you know it's like i want to be more open to this instead of immediately be upset and i was like no i was like you're the best guy like you know and (laughs) So yeah, it's just like it's it's one of those things where I'm just like, you know, I I I'm so I'm such a proponent of like kissing your friends and like being affectionate to people even if you're not like married to them. Yeah. You know, like I'm just not one of those people that's like well, it's, you know, I don't know. I don't I don't I don't stuff that shit under a hat. I don't bury it and then like freak out and regret it or something. Like I I just want to I want to. I want to have those feelings. I want to feel them, and then I want to move on. And that's kind of. I needed to write that. That was a song I needed to write. And the fact that it came out so good was yeah. just icing on the cake. We can go on together with suspicious so minds. With suspicious minds. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a jammer too. I mean, it's sort of like, and also, uh, and the, way, the reason why it's a you know such a explosive song is because. You don't need to know anything about any of that to, to dig mm-hmm. it. But then if you do, it's like, oh, that kind of hits a little different now. Cool. Like it's an added extra bonus level for. Yeah. For the and listener. it's it's very like I, I love it because, it, yeah, it's like a song I actually like want to listen to. Yeah. And then also it's also feelings that I'm I'm like, I'm happy I got to experience that yeah. and come out the other side. Not like feeling regret or feeling like bad about it. Um Sure. So I'm really happy. I'm just really happy that that it turned out really good and that um that I, I had that experience. It was nice. Then we got Xmas at Grandma's after that. Ah, uh, yes. This is literally about Christmas at Grandma's. Um it was really funny. My uh, both me and my brother at my grandma's, like, she just basically kind of treats children like they should be seen and not heard. And r- my brother Keenan and I are extremely loud extremely opinionated want to talk want to engage with the family mm-hmm. and um my grandmother would just like turn to us and go i need 10 minutes of n- quiet <laughs> because like because she would she lives yeah. alone in this house yeah, yeah, and then yeah, she invites yeah. a bunch of people over yeah and then when they're loud she like gets upset and i'm just like <laughs> and at first you know my mom would be like well i mean you know like respect your elders and i'd be like no no like like I want to talk like there'd be literally moments where I would say something to her and she would look at me and then she'd go talk to somebody else. And I would just be like, and like my teenage years, I learned to just go to the video store buy four VHSs at a time, watch them all in rapid succession and then 
get more videos and just stay out of her way. Just stay yeah, out yeah. of the family because nobody wanted to listen to what oh. I had to say. And I was a teenager and I was, had a lot to say. So then when my brother like got to be a teenager and in his 20s, like he'd come and just nobody would want to talk to him. And so he would just like get drunk upstairs and he would be like, I don't understand why they don't want to. And I'm like, dude, I've been living this for years. And finally, like two years ago or something after this song, I wrote this song and it was like the worst Christmas. My mom like said something at the kitchen table. She was like, I'm beginning to suspect that my children don't feel welcome here. <laughs> and I was like, are you serious? I'm 36 <laughs> years old. Yeah. <laughs> I was 16 when I was like, this sucks. And like, yeah. Welcome to the party. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I just kind of, I just kind of accepted it. Yeah. You know, like I just knew that this is how they were going to be my staunch Midwestern fam. And I was just like, fine, I guess I'll just watch a bunch of movies. Doesn't matter. Like, you know, and, Keenan just, yeah, he's like a lot, a lot more sensitive about that kind of thing. And he just was like really upset and bitter about it. And mom finally like, like understood. And I was just like, are you freaking serious? (laughs) So yeah, so that's Christmas at grandma's. And when I played it for my brother, he was like, yep, that's it. That's exactly it. And that's why like my favorite line is why don't you just give up and go upstairs or whatever it is the fuck you do because it's like that's how it felt that's just how it felt she wasn't saying that of course sure but but she was all that's always how it felt sucked (laughs) she's better now now that i have a granddaughter now that i have now that i have a great granddaughter yeah she's so much nicer she's nicer now yeah yeah that's funny how that works i have a wheel to the power of a child (laughs) so stupid less is the next one Less. Okay. So this was like literally an argument that Ryan and I had where he, I don't even know what it was about, but I just remember screaming, just let me love you. And he was like, love me less. And I just remember being like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, what does that mean? I was just being, I was so mad, but I think it was just like one of those things where it was just like, you know, I just put all these expectations on him and, 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 and a lot of love. And I think the pressure sometimes makes him, um, tired. Yeah, and he's, I get he's it. not going to react I, the way that you're going to react to things. Yeah, I'm a bit much, yeah. but like I, <laughs> I, uh, that's this is my, it's how I love. So we, th- this is literally like a song about us figuring out our love languages, um, because I mean we've been married for this will be our seventh year, uh, married, and um, it's work. It's always work. It's yeah. always work. Like anybody who tells me that they're married and it's no work at all ever, I'm like, yeah, right. Like it's, it's work like trying to live and exist, especially after the pandemic, this close uh, to someone all the time. Yes. Um, and you just, there are just new, new skills we have to build every yeah. single day. And work. It, it and, is work. And, it, it's, 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 it's shouldn't it's not a job but it's definitely work (laughs) yeah and it's but it's it's work that's worth it you know like you want to if you want to coexist with someone that you love like you have to you have to figure out how you just have to figure it out yeah and 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 so that's been a lot of our relationship has been like well let's figure this out dude on monday we had a we just woke up screaming at each other and then when we were done with work we both sat down and we're like, what did we do wrong? 
and it's a, I love being able to have those conversations. The post game. <laughs> yeah. I, lo- I just love I love well, being Lindsay able to Well, came have, in strong like, in the first what? quarter. She was coming in pretty <laughs> hot. Yeah, we just like pull out the video and we're like, "Well, uh, when you woke up, you <laughs> said something uh, mean." And uh and then when uh This move looks like you... a dismissive nod here, so that's where. Versus <laughs> <laughs> like, "Oh, he uh he stepped uh, he stepped on uh the the noisy part of the bedroom floor." Yeah. Uh Lindsay didn't like that. Oh yeah, that like, part of the floor is really known for being noisy. You got to be careful about that part of the floor, you know. Yeah, I don't know why you, I don't know why you did that. Uh, <laughs> it's just very like it's just that forever. So yeah. it was just I don't know. Uh it was just about us and that was one of the songs where somebody came up to me later and was like dude me and my wife are just like that like i like and and he explained the song to his wife later and i can i can see her like registering and she's like oh yeah yeah that's definitely us i'm like yay like the first my question is always like wait you heard the lyrics (laughs) (laughs) well did you some of us listen to the lyrics lindsay right i was like wait a minute where what amp were you were you standing under (laughs) like i want to (laughs) know so silly so yeah that's 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 less for for sure kelly's next which we glanced against earlier but uh talked about that the the literalism of it you know sparks ish of of the conceit of the song being like sort of the opening of it yeah i mean like uh, kelly is my best 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 girlfriend she is extremely protective of me she just uh she just texted me this today that she had a dream that somebody would what she said pretty woman to me which meant like we went to a store and they were like you can't be here oh, or something yeah, yeah. and she like immediately was like why can't she you know and, yeah. and that's kelly like People look at me different all the time, like uh, in stupid white Midwestern Ohio, uh, people will look at me and what I wear and how I act and whatever and will say a lot of weird, you know, do a lot of weird things behind my back and Kelly always can catch it. And it's like one of those people that's like, what? Yeah. Like, you know, and, and Gonna regulate she's like on my, it. Sure. Yeah. She's, yeah, she's my protector. I love her so much. And I remember she just kept like hinting at, she's like, I think you should like write a song about like friends, about like best friends, about me, about us, about us being friends. <laughs> and I just remember being like, okay. But then I was like, well, why not? Yeah. Like, why am I, like, why am I against that? Or why am I even not even able to do that? Like, she's a woman and I should be like, like, I should be writing about women. Instead, I just like talk about dudes in my relationship and stupid dumb stuff and I should be, yeah, I should, I should be able to praise this amazing woman that I love. And so I did. And, but of course it got meta in, in my head. Cause I get in my head about songwriting yeah. so good. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of how, how that developed. And then Kelly, like, I don't know, she like listened to it. And then she like texted me and was like, I'm sorry, I made you write a song about me. And I'm like, Aww. <laughs> It didn't make me do like I'm not mad. Yeah. I actually love it. It's Ryan. Yeah. Like it's definitely Ryan's like tune. favorite. It's my second favorite for sure. It's an amazing song. And when we play it, like I feel so good. Like I just yeah. feel so good. I wrote. I just wrote a song that I like want to sing forever. So yeah, it's a it's a great song. I love it. That's always nice. Uh, so then you have the next untitled one, which is Oh Daddy Brock. AKA Venom. Uh, we saw the movie Venom. I still haven't seen it because I, I just, 
it's so bad. I won't but, watch like, things that I think are going to be bad. That's just that's a thing with me. I just won't do it. It's so it's so bad. And I like went to my dad because my dad loves superhero movies, and he will watch all of them, and he'll love them all. Yeah. He loved Justice League, for yeah. instance. It was him. He was the guy. Okay. Uh, yeah, he was the guy, the one guy. The one guy. Um, but I was like, hey, dad, like, I just call, yeah, I call him, like, hey, dad, what, what'd you, what'd you, what'd you think about Venom? And he's like, oh, I loved it. And I'm like, dad, no, no, like, I was so mad. And then I was like, do you remember the Eminem Venom theme song? It was like, oh. Venom, Venom, like, it was stupid. It's so stupid. So we, I, I watched the movie. I think I watched it. I don't know if I watched it under the influence of drugs or not, <laughs> but I just remember just being like, what? Yeah, by the end what? of it, I'm sure. Yeah. You feel it's like, like you Michelle are. Williams is just wearing this terrible wig the whole time. The story is terrible. It's terrible. And they made a Venom 2 because it was so popular in China. I, I don't know, but Andy Serkis is directing it. And the trailer came out like a, like a month ago and it is going to be bad. It's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be so bad. So yeah. So I basically wrote that song about, that movie because i was just like how the hell yeah yeah it's basically all about eddie brock in that movie in that movie specifically yeah the, the in movie that movie specific because i talk about his paracord bracelet <laughs> it's very specific and about his girlfriend and then there's like a part where venom calls eddie brock a pussy he just literally goes pussy like <laughs> so stupid it's so stupid <laughs> It's bad. It's so bad. Anyway, yeah, it's bad. I'm sorry. Good, I have, good, to, good to have my judgmental attitudes uh, totally vindicated. Uh, because you're not the yeah, first no, it's it's so bad, but it's it was hilarious. Like I actually enjoyed very much watching it because we all were just like, I don't understand how this was made. Well, we watched but, Con Air last night, so I get it because it's sort of like, ah, it's like, wow, yeah, exactly. Just like how like it, it, there's so many memes in there, but it's like that one. I was like, oh yeah, like because he's kind of. Just, I get it. Like it's completely like a lampoon of an action movie, but also like a total big budget late '90s action movie at the same time. There's a million people totally. in it. Um, is it a great movie? I don't know. I enjoyed watching it, and I enjoyed how it got more and more absurd as time went on, for sure. Uh, so dark in here. There we go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that I was, I was hoping you weren't going to make the case for Venom being like a Con Air side of situation. It was very bad. Okay, it was very, very bad. It was so bad. Andrew, I can't believe Andrew. Uh, Enough Andrew about Venom. Was... Let's talk about Andrew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, please. Let's stop. Um, it does not deserve this much time. Um, Andrew is. Uh, it was a weird. It was weird. I found out that Andrew WK was. Uh, was depressed he used to be depressed or is depressed i thought that was really interesting so the word andrew popped up in my head because i was thinking about him so a lot of the lyrics were almost about him completely but then i was thinking about uh in college i used to i don't know i i did a lot of like i didn't like date guys i just slept with a lot of guys and not like slept with but like i just did a lot of making out in yeah. twin beds with guys um and one and one of them's name was andrew and so i was basically kind of making them all like one person a entity. And just, yeah and just kind of being like that i wanted to do a kind of like a what could have been kind of in the in the 
a lot of this album is very like, you know, hey, I'm in a really happy, healthy, wonderful relationship. But like, what could have been, you know, in another dimension? What's happening with me? Gwyneth Paltrow sliding doors, which is a reference I apparently make a lot, but whatever. Wow. I I don't ever, I don't think I've even seen that one. Oh, it's, um, it's kind of what you're talking about. Like literally. Interesting. Yeah, the Gwyneth Paltrow character, like. You know, and, and she gets on the the subway car, or, you know, whatever the metro, whatever it is, and then and like then the alternate universe one like misses it, or it's vice versa. I can't remember one of them, but like their mm-hmm. lives end up totally different because of it. Wow. Well, yeah. So yeah, it, yeah. I basically am just kind of thinking about like, I don't know. You get to an age where you're just like, you did a lot of stuff. Yeah. What did you know? Where did that put you, and where could it have put you? Yeah if you'd have done things differently. So that was kind of it. And I just wanted to make it kind of like a, like a, like a love song that was, I don't know, sometimes like it's hard to, sometimes I have to, I literally have to make up realities to write about. Cause sometimes things are just so fine <laughs> in my own life that I'm like, what, what else, what, what could we write about though? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So after that is phone. That's the fourth untitled one. Phone. I just want people to call me on the phone. I want, I hate texting. I hate texting. I hate it. I want people to call me. I want to hear. Boy, do you live everyone. in the I wrong wanna... time zone <laughs> or time period right. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I do. Like, literally, my mom was like, I mean, I talked to you, but, like, if I didn't have to hear anyone else's voice ever again, I wouldn't. And I'm like, <laughs> like, I'm just like, Damn. I have, like, Damn. a select, like, like I... <sighs> I need people to call, you know, and I call my mom, my dad, I call Kelly, I call Garrett, I call my best friends. And then like other people, it's hard. Even if I'm friends with them, I have to be like, text them like, can we talk on the phone? Okay. And they're like, that's great, but no. And I'm like, I want to talk on the phone sometime. Put it on my schedule or something. Like, you know, like. (laughs) How do you schedule a phone call with friends anymore? I don't know. Yeah, like yeah. it's and and that's why like I've I've actually very much enjoyed the uh, the video chatting that yeah. I've been doing during the pandemic because yeah. I actually get to see people's like faces. Not gonna phone, to but you get to see a human. Yeah, that's nothing yeah. Like that. And then I'm like, nobody wants. And then you know you go through that you cycle through like that. Nobody wants to talk to me. I talk too much. It's too much. But. Yeah, that's so. That's what that's about. I just want people to talk to me on the phone. Oh, good lord! Well, they're wrong. So there you go. Uh, hypochondria two, the deuce. The deuce. Um, so hypochondria one was about a friend who was a hypochondriac. Um, that dude sucked. Um, and literally just thought everything was wrong with him. But he was just like an only child, I guess. So maybe that was the problem. Ryan's an only child though. And he's cool. So I don't know. Um, so hypochondria two is about me getting older and being like, is that Creek in my arm cancer? <laughs> Am I dying? And that's literally like, I think about, especially being Let's pregnant. Let's check WebMD. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I got shingles like, and lupus and. Oh <laughs> no. Yeah. Then you look and you're like, oh, like you're just like, this is a, a terror. Um, and it's, Especially having a kid too, it's like, oh my god, I brought a child into the world. Is she gonna have a disease? Is she gonna die? Is she? What is this? Is that something bad? Should I? Like, she's got like a hernia, and my doctor was like, oh, it's just a hernia, and I'm like, does it need? (laughs) Does it need to be fixed? Yeah. And so then I look. If she didn't tell me, so I looked it up on the internet. They're like, oh, 
when she's three if it's still a thing when she's three or four then they'll do surgery but not before because that would be weird to do on a baby and i'm like okay cool understood she didn't say that and then like then i think you know i'm like oh my heart beat weird does that mean i'm not going to see my child when she's 10 you know like and that's like where my brain goes and i'm just like please stop and then i'm like don't call like when you call your mom don't tell her all the stupid horrible things you're thinking she's gonna she's gonna worry and she'll be like oh no my daughter's spiraling so yeah (laughs) uh standard adoration it's after that uh standard adoration is about like me just like i don't know like i I give ryan a lot of compliments i give people men i give lots of people lots of compliments and i think a lot of times men don't know what to do with them yeah it Even took, if it took they're... Me, specifically me, it took me years to just not be like, no, 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 actually. Like, I don't right? know what it is. So, yeah, there was just me ba- basically being like, I want to lavish you with all of my compliments and all of my sweet words, and you're just going to have to deal with it. Let me give into it for a minute, and then we'll just go back to the standard stuff later. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, cross-race effects <laughs> after that, which timely uh cross yeah cross race because cross race effect was the one that i was like does it need to be on the album i felt very sensitive about it and i also didn't know whether it was strong enough but uh one of my friends was like no 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 but i feel like people will want to hear what it says and i'm like okay so then that was like what kept it in for me and um it's this cross race effect was what I, I i found out is the word for when you it's like the the thing that happens in your brain when you think that people of a certain race look the same oh so you just make them all so all right so so all my life um when someone sees another poofy haired light-skinned woman uh they they go oh it's you and i'm like no no no, that's not me i got consent i'll send people pictures of polystyrene from back in the day and i'll they'll be like oh is that you on stage yeah Or also, like, at shows, and this has happened multiple times, people will either, some girl who will have my hair, kind of, who will be lighter skinned, kind of, like me, not look look at me, not look like me at all, will come up to me and be like, somebody just asked me when when I was going on stage tonight. And I'm like, oh, did they? Hmm. And then there was, like, a woman who had, like, blonde highlights like me, and they were curly. And people were like coming up to her and going, "Whoa, good set!" Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, and then I, I, uh, I was at a house show and I saw like a like a black woman there, and I was, you know, even I was like, "Oh my gosh, a black woman's here!" Like, oh, I need to talk to her and be like, "What are you doing here?" And thank you. And why? And how do you feel? <laughs> yeah. Do you feel like me? Do you feel weird? Do you feel odd? I usually like, will say answer the, any of those questions you want in any order you want after I see exactly like you know this is kind of like you know I wanted to kind of just talk to her yeah. and she's like oh yeah people have already like come up to me and been like oh your sister was great mm. and I'm like what like I'm literally like we do not look at all mm. Mm. and so it was like one of those things where I'm just like I can't. it makes me frustrated and then it makes me wonder like what are they looking at yeah. specifically yeah i don't know i don't know the answer so yeah it's just like really stupid and odd and i don't i don't understand but like 
yeah, so that's kind of what that's about. And there's a music video for it that's getting edited, and it's going to be nice. great. There's a, there's a couple music videos. What You Would Do has a video. Hypochondria 2 has a video. That one has a video. They just, in the pandemic, they've just been rolling around. Yeah. And people are working on them, various levels of working on them. And I'm just, like, trying to be patient. That's all you can do. So uh, yeah. cl- closing out Battery Lower. This is the mm-hmm. uh, the last one, the last one, last interstitial. That was the last song I wrote too. Um, I basically realized I didn't have a song for the name of the album, and Ryan and I had talked about like the name of the album. I was like, I want it to be called Battery Lower, because I want it to be kind of cheeky cell phones related, right. like cell phone related, and then I wanted it to be very also like we're getting older. Justin can't keep tempo like he used to. We're all like breaking, falling apart. Like we've had, we've been this band for over a decade. A lot of people still come up to me and they go, oh man, you guys are cool. Like, you know, like when did you guys form? I'm like 2008. And they're just like, like it's, (laughs) yeah. And then I also like have, you know, there will be like bands that will come up to me and be like, man, like I wanted to start a band because I saw you play. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Just like, how old are you? Like so it's just kind of funny to be like, you know, to see, to, to, I don't know, just to be in this for this long. Yeah. It's just nice to, you know, whether or not I feel like I'm slowly dying. Um, it's nice to, to be in the company of, of who I'm in company with. So <laughs> that's basically what that, what that song is about. And then at the end of it, Tacked on the end, we have a uh, 53%, which was on the unprecedented cop, which very good song. Yeah, I was still really mad about Trump. So <laughs> I was like, we should probably keep it on the, we should probably put it on the album too. And I got such positive uh, feedback from you guys when it was on the unprecedented uh, compilation. Um, so I thought it, it needed to, more people needed to listen to it. We played it a lot. Um, it's in 5 4. So I think that's fun. Um, that is fun. Yeah, I just I'm angry. I was angry. I'm still angry. Well, um, it's when, good. A, when any woman puts down another woman, uh-huh. it makes me so upset. And to a point where it's like when when I want to put a woman down, I like have to remind myself of this song and tell myself, no, yeah. like you will support that woman no matter what, even if they suck, you will not tear that woman down because. There, men are already tearing us down all the, all the time, you know, yeah. all the time, every day, all the time. So it's like, and the whole thing was, and, and, um, my, my dad's wife, um, I wasn't there, but dad like told me a story about Thanksgiving dinner where his mother-in-law said, uh, something about like Hillary wouldn't have been a good president anyway, because men because women don't have the brains to lead only men do like men are specifically designed to be leaders and women are not and she talked about like how her mother her mother you couldn't trust you know she couldn't trust her mother she uh her mother was a terrible person so she basically just wrote off all women so therefore all women are terrible yeah exactly yeah so i mean but i i understand that like you know when you're your mother you know it's your mother so i think sometimes even when you don't want your parents of any you know in any way shape or form to affect your behavior or your 
your ideas later in life they do and it's just like that's the power of being a parent you know like you just you have this this power and so when you bring someone into the world in not a good situation in not a good circumstance you are you have control over the, you know you have a large control over the way they think and feel all the time and so i get it but you know that's something to unlearn if you if you think that women literally don't have the same brain as men like you are wrong and you're an idiot like because yes. at this point you should know that's not true that blows my i don't mind. know well and it occurs to so me yeah, so the, 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 i was gonna say this song also is a song just like heavy flow in the fact that it's a song the type of song that needed to be written that uh it, it occurs to me that does hits the mark it does the exact thing it's meant to do and obviously those are very different songs yeah, but yeah, that I mean, said, yeah. they, they both you you attack both of them very honest and earnestly, and are songs that I mean maybe they exist. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, and I know a lot of songs. I'm not saying know every song, but I know a lot of them. And yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff that I just yeah that I I felt like even that I was like, does 53 percent need to be on here? And it was like, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, if we get to the point yeah, where we I, have to I, retire it, then then if you have to retire it, then like that's we're in a good spot. <laughs> sure. No. Yeah. We're okay. We're in an okay. Culturally, we're doing okay. Yeah. I want to. I don't know. I feel like I just want to play it really hard when he goes to jail. <laughs> I hope that happens. Let's not speak of that person. But yes. Um, yeah. Like I. Yeah. So yeah. And and I I really do like when I. It really did help me like sometimes like the song highlights focus of like what is important to me. And, and that song really told me like, you need to, you need to take care of your own and you need to, you need to uphold all women, even if they blow, even if they, as a person blow, um, you need to, you know, if you're ever in a position to like inconvenience a woman, don't, Fair enough. Lindsay, this has been great. Uh, so that's Battery Lower. Cell phones, band.bandcamp.com. Folks also should go to Don't Panic, right? Uh, oh, yeah. Don't Panic is the distro who helped us with the vinyl. Um, perhaps we'll do another pressing someday, but who knows? Maybe when we can start doing shows again, yeah. which I don't know when that's happening um, because we because uh, the band is now in two different cities and we have children. So it's just it's it's hard, but Please go to those and and yeah, I you can make it work. I know people. I don't make feel like work. I don't feel like people have listened to this album hardly enough. Um, so get on it, guys. This is important. <laughs> well, I don't know what more I can do because I named it the top record. No, of dude, you so. have done, Conan. I was like, I was talking to somebody about you, and I was like, I was like, if if you know, because the, the whole like slang right now is to like gas people up. When you when you when you promote someone and when you when you make them feel good, you gas them up. You are a gas station. You're a travel center. You're a freaking loves. You nice. are, you are, you you are the you are like the the tanks which provide the gas. Like you just you do this for so many artists, and you you just you make us feel like we are like I just made the best album of the year. Well, you and did. I so. appreciate that. Like no other and so does ryan and justin as much as they i'm i'm they let me be the mouthpiece because i can say these things <laughs> and it's not like weird like hey i love you man 
Yeah, yeah, they, exactly. They're cool. You, 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 they're, they're, their version would be like the autist version of that. Not that they're autists, but you know what I mean. It's a- yeah. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan really did want to come in. He wanted to do a little skit where he came in the door and he was like, hey, does anybody want a cis white male? <laughs> he skits he wants to do. That's fantastic. What yeah, he wanted what to if- do a skit. And I was like, how strong is that margarita you're drinking there, buddy? Well, thank you. Uh, it's... Uh, I, I appreciate that. And it's, it's... No, the work you do is important. Thank you. Well, no, no, no fair making me cry on my own show. So I'm just going to end the show like how I normally do. I don't remember last time you're on if I did this or not. Doesn't matter. I'm asking you now. Uh, only can question I ever ask on this show. Why do you do what you know. do? Why do I do what I do? Um, so that. Um, mm. Why do I do? You've asked this, and I always um, because I think I would, because I think I might like hurt myself if I didn't. There we go. (laughs) Oops. Um, Because I think like I don't know. I was just talking to Ryan about this that um, the pandemic and kind of our moving and our life changes have kind of taken my band from me, like my ability to jam with my own band and, but my job is still intact and I get to do my job nine to five M through F and that, and that only worked and was only good when I knew I could do a show at least once a month for 12 years. And now I can't. And so I feel like I'm about to jump out of my skin. Um, and I've been trying very hard to like get back into it and write and do whatever I can and just make as much art as I possibly can. Uh, I think it's because I don't think I can continue if I can't. So that's why don't mean to like end this on a bummer or anything, but that's it. It's not a bummer to tell the truth. Also, I want my, I want Olive to like, you know, when she's like 15 to be like, my mom was a rock star and then just like show all her friends on whatever the new TikTok would be. <laughs> and then everyone's like, have you ever heard of this band, the cell phones? And then we'll just I like, I think they just up. formed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They'd be like, Whoa. And then I'll be like in my fifties. Oh yeah, that was me. <laughs> I'm here. Not like I'm going to be like that in my fifties. Jesus Christ. I'm going to be probably still doing this. So, well, I certainly hope so. And Lindsay, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's always a pleasure. It's good to see you. Thank you, Kono. So good to see you. I wish I could be hugging you, but we'll, we'll, def- we'll defer that. We'll defer that to a later time. Yay! I love you. All right, you too. Take care, and all the all the best, all the best to Ryan, and of course, the littlest one who will be given a tambourine in due time. I'm sure. Oh, she's gonna be a drummer. She knows <laughs> exactly. she's, she's got the beat. She's gonna be a drummer. Watch your ass, Justin. <laughs> uh, right? She'll teach him a thing or two. Justin will teach her how to blast, and then he'll be like, "My work here is done." And then he'll just poof, <laughs> like just dis- smoke, just exactly, just disappear like a ninja. <laughs> Perfect. I love it, Lindsay. Thank you so much. Have a lovely night. Thank you. You too. All right. Well, there she goes, Lindsay Charles. That's one of my favorite singers right there. So hope you guys enjoyed that. I knew the very second that you held my stare That this electric feeling wasn't going nowhere 
Rock block. We had what you would do. You make me say no. And West Coast by the cell phones. That is a cell phones block. Love that band. Lindsey Charles. Thank you for coming on the show. Cellphonesband.bandcamp.com. Don't panic records slash distro for that latest one. It's great. I literally named it the best record of 2020. What more do you what more do you need to check this out, people? Come on, get to it. The name of the show is Kona Neutron's Protonic Reversal. Thank you, sir, very much, very much, very much for listening to it. This show airs on Radio Nope. Thursdays, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 6 Mountain, 5 Pacific. Say yes to Nope. ProtonicReversal.com for the archives. Always free, no ads, no sponsors, no kidding. You like the show and want to get an episode sooner? Patreon.com slash Protonconversal. One dollar a month will get you there. Always helps support the show as well. Proton Conversals on YouTube. If you listen on the podcast, it's very much like that, but sometimes with visuals. Not always, though. Subscribe to that if you want to help. Subscribe to the podcast. Listen to episodes even by folks you don't know. Uh, thanks, to everyone, for reviews, all that. It helps people find it, this crazy world of ours. Bunch of cool stuff coming up. Stay tuned to it. Can you hear me now? Appreciate the support. Out on Route 128. Stay safe out there. Dark and lonely. And take it easy. I got my radio on. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? to my top 10.
like to thank our sponsor. But we haven't got a sponsor. Not if you were the last man on earth. She was prepared to prove it. This one goes out to a special girl. If there's no one there to receive It's the end of radio As we come to the close of our broadcast day Hey, hey!